1: Does the black moon howl?
2: Only for those with an unwavering desire to hear the truth.
1: Access granted.
2: You have been selected for an opportunity, an orientation as a trusted associate, if you will, into the secured, contained, and protected files of the Foundation. SCP Unredacted distributes new files for review, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, on secure channels on YouTube, Spotify, Spotify, and scp-unredacted.captivate.fm
1: If you need to take a break, it's fine. Just call it out, and then we'll edit around it. It's fine. Uh, You're telling me I've got my piss jug for nothing out here? (laughs) I mean, if you piss on the mic, I'm going to be real pissed. Uh, (laughs) Because we'll hear that (laughs) shit.
3: You're going to be pissed?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Hey there, SCP fans. My name is Gregory Carpin, and this is Simply Creative People the show about scp creatives be they authors artists or off-site content creators like youtube and tiktok we're focused on bridging the gap between various fans and serving as an introduction to different concepts and stories on the wiki so many welcomes to all and let's get started (laughs) all right so welcome back we're on episode 17 and we're doing a bit of a a change from the format here uh kind of experimenting because we're eventually going to stop talking about gois and start talking about wider themes so we thought this would be a good dip a toe in the water and we have two very lovely guests to do it with so uh i'm Gregory carpin and... uh no joke i am harry Black. and we're joined I'm by i'm oh, sorry <laughs> no it's <that's> fine <right. laughs> already off to a good start uh say it again so that they can actually hear you i'm play pjp and our I'm last extraordinaire. guest uh, yes it's very extraordinary i'm jay dune the d is for death
3: <laughs>
1: what's the oon for
3: that's I, you got me there. I, <laughs> I don't, how am I even supposed to respond to something like that?
1: You'll oh. never escape. <laughs> okay, you go. Uh, <clears throat> so the reason we have such appropriate guests uh, is because we're going to talk about some comedy articles. Kind of, they're,
2: they're pretty inappropriate. I don't know if you've met them.
1: Oh yeah, well yeah, <laughs> ethically, sure. I've,
3: I've
4: never posted anything inappropriate. Plague has never, no, never. I've never no, posted no, anything no, no, controversial no, no, no. Oh, God. or inappropriate on L- the SCPOA theme. That,
1: that is specifically no. not on the list for a reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Plague, is, Plague
3: is a figure without any sort of discourse surrounding him. And uh, I, I am the perfect guest to bring on to a show that is uh, moving away from the GOI themes because I have never read a single GOI format in my life. In fact, I don't think I've ever read a tale either. Oh mm. my god! Well, <laughs> fucking stop it! Now, it's, if you just if motherfucker if read an SCP, <laughs> then
2: you'd be like the you'd be like the perfect SCP That's reader. Right.
1: I know. I
2: uh, heard a few.
1: All right, so um, mostly geez. the ones
3: that were recommended to me before we uh, started recording. They told me to familiarize myself with a few comedic articles on the wiki so I could have some semblance
2: of what uh, we would be talking about. Yeah, At- Dune doesn't know anything about humor, and we've taught him
1: about humor. That's right.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really liking it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to you know, kind of as a disclaimer, I didn't pick. We didn't pick any dot, dash J's because that's you know, whatever. I don't. I mean, because they're we fine.
2: Wanted funny articles.
1: Well, I w- <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say that, but the point we is, didn't is want that
2: staff in jokes. We wanted funny jokes.
1: I wanted to like have like narratively it. rich things that are also funny like because i think that that's totally legitimate on the wiki and it always has been and the four of us have done a lot of that so
4: that's, that's actually the reason I, I really don't post joke articles often mm-hmm. i know i have i have two of them one of them's literally just the great gatsby that really got a lot of anger and <laughs> i don't think it should have but whatever and the other one the other one i'm not gonna bring up but like i really couldn't put that on the main list what's the everyone, other one playing Oh, no. I, I, no, I don't know. No, so I'm no, gonna no, no. Uh, just do not no, make not my editing job
1: harder. Uh,
4: <laughs> the reason I didn't put that one on the main list when I probably could have is one, I wanted it as an 001 proposal, mm-hmm. and two, <laughs> it would have flopped on the main list. So, yeah, putting it as the dash J really, I think, yeah. I sealed it. And, and yeah. I'm not, oh, like, that, was a, that was a great decision. Mm-hmm. And I'm I don't not, really like writing two articles. It's just like not for me. I like having the seriousness and then the funny.
1: Yeah, I like the same. I mean, all the victim stuff is intentionally like very rarely are they just about a series of jokes. Like it's almost always like unsettling or weird or whatever, and then uh, with some funny lines here and mm-hmm. there, or just like the absurdity. Because honestly, I don't really know how to write jokes. Um, I've tried to do one joke article and it kind of it didn't flop but i i got some crit and it was very dry and so i was like all right well i can do absurdity and that's about it
3: i've always seen the the jays as uh receiving more scrutiny than yeah. regular yeah. You know, articles yeah. on the main list yeah and not in a good way like it, yeah. it really like you get a, i mean i know this goes without saying on the scp wiki but you really do get a lot of sticklers when you post a j because mm-hmm. i guess you're you're setting people up that this is going to be something that will make you laugh and with how subjective humor is it's more often than not right. going to fall flat on its face i think there's yeah. there's very few j's that actually have made me laugh and one that did recently was posted a few months ago it was the one that was uh uh, in all, uh, meows, the, the cat one. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah that it ended with the, um, uh, the stinger of, of the image of the cat. Like that was, that was a funny J and most of the, most of the time I don't really, uh, get enjoyment out of reading them. I'm, I'm more underwhelmed than anything. And I think it's because of those like stipulations that you, you put on yourself when you're writing a J article, which is why I haven't written
1: one. Yeah, no, same. And, uh, you know, because the things that I find funny are the things that take me by surprise. And if we are telling you ahead of time, mm-hmm. this is a 100% a comedy article, then... The humor's telegraphed. Right. Exactly. And so what I want to do instead is, you know, like what uh, what Plague and I did for last April Fools, was tell mm-hmm. the most incredibly serious article, fairly short, and then end it with a big middle finger. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm, I it was. Of it. I'm, I'm still very proud of it. Uh um,
4: idea for that I really liked. It was, it was like, my... Before I talked to Gregori about it, it was... The idea I wanted was to get, like, a bunch of people, like, I think it was when we were, like, at Sludge Goes Really Active, mm-hmm. it was to get, like, a bunch of the authors in there and have, like, a 5999 parody that led up to the Rickroll. It <laughs> was just, like, the most, like... It was, like, clearly a spoof and had the same, like, um coding and CSS on it, and then it just ended with, like, the really fucked up video of a rickroll. I thought that would be funny, but I'm really proud of what me and Grigori ended up doing. Just a big collaborative
2: list pages thing that leads up to a rickroll. Could you imagine if you, like, had someone do
3: this, like, big, like, mega-collab-esque like, uh inevitable type article that just ended with a fucking like middle finger fuck you type joke like that like imagine i wonder how the reception would go to that like do you think people would be mad if, even yeah. if the rest of the article was like uh, a yeah i do
1: actually think so yeah i mean that's why i was like we need to keep this incredibly short and to the point like and just give a bunch of examples of this thing that's moving around from different people um and we've even gotten several comments uh plague had a hilarious response to one of them where they were basically suggesting that we expand it and it was just like no that's not the point <laughs> yeah. that is 100 yeah, yeah. percent not the point like i think what the reason most- it also works is sorry dude it's like it you
4: makes better be sense. Fucking sorry it makes sense yeah. in like the way we describe the anomaly mm-hmm. it attaches itself to like things that are infamous itself to notoriety so like what's more notoriously like annoying or like or like an in joke on the internet that everyone knows about then why would it have to move from that and like we also have the foundation and the containment procedures Like, they contain it using that like they're making sure so like i think like having the in-universe like reason helps with the suspension of disbelief so that middle finger feels a bit more earth yeah because honestly just, oh, fuck you
1: because there's no there's no point in it that we're winking at the camera. It makes sense in in like hindsight if you think about and then you go back and look at the descriptions. But there's no point in the art. I was like very serious I'm like we cannot like let it on at all that this is a
3: joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that plague and I especially have a really difficult balancing act with uh, suspension of disbelief in comedic articles. Which I don't know how you want to structure this. If we could just go in and talk about that now, because like there there's. People who, I think, understand that with a comedic article on the wiki, you're basically propping up a joke, and you don't have to take it mm-hmm. uh, seriously as, as a piece of the canon or uh, something that's, you know, grounded in, in reality or site lore or anything. And then there's a camp of people who kind of don't really uh, view... And I'm, I'm not shitting on this standpoint. I, I'm just saying that it's something that I've noticed because I think it's so ingrained into the wiki's, like culture that there are people who if if an article you know is comedic and it doesn't really reflect how they view uh, the inner workings of the foundation universe then uh, yep. it doesn't work for them regardless of how well pulled off the humor is or how tightly constructed the joke is it doesn't matter if it's funny. Uh, this is actually oh, yeah. disbelief important to them.
1: There is a, like, very tiny vocal minority right now. It's like three people who have hunted down every single thing tagged by a victim and downvoted almost all of them. I think the only reason they haven't downvoted all of them is to avoid some sort of staff stepping in. Because it doesn't, <laughs> in their mind, fit with what it is. And, you know, I always find it very strange that that applies that logic seems to be applied to comedic things and does not get applied to things that just don't fit people's head canons like if that was the way you thought then go read you know Deepwell stuff and if it doesn't agree with you you should download it right uh Mm -hmm. which is it's a dumb it's a dumb basis for evaluation of it it doesn't fit my idea of the foundation that's not the point the point is whether or not this is a good piece or not
4: there is the are problem, thousands and thousands of other pieces of writing, right? To fit your idea of the foundation, yeah. Go
1: read something else that
2: you actually do like. Um, the thing about posting humor is you're screwed in both directions because, as I, I think it was, Dune was saying, Jays actually do was Plague was saying, Jays get too much attention, like way more attention. Which one, way more
4: scrutiny? Dune said that,
2: scrutiny. yeah, yeah, they get more scrutiny, and it's absolutely true because. The bar for reading a J is lower. Like the mental bar, the hurdle of I'm gonna start reading a thing is way, way lower with a joke article because you know it's gonna be dumb. So, ten times more people will look at it automatically. Everyone on staff will look at it because they're secretly hoping it'll be an in joke about staff. Um, and and everybody <laughs> who and yes, well, and everybody who doesn't think it's funny, even if it's good. Votes yeah. on whether they think it's funny. So you're really screwed when you post a joke article. Yeah, and the standard. is who are new so... to the site think they're easy to do. They're
3: way harder. Of course. The, the only way to get away with a, with posting like uh, a good J, besides like you know putting time and effort into your uh, joke construction. I mean, who needs that? Who needs? Yeah. Who needs? Who needs that? Uh, the only way to get away with posting a good joke article in this day and age, I think, is really comes down to a good like solid gimmick that you could like, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't do them because like I totally get the camp of people that do not want uh, comedy, over the top comedy on the main list. I get it. I don't agree with it, but I completely understand where they're, where they're coming from. Uh, and I, I kind of see it as like my personal mission when I'm writing this stuff to uh, make, make them change their tune. Like I feel like if I could pull off and I know that it could be done because you have so many pieces on the wiki that have like towed the line further and further into what's acceptable on the main list. I know that I could push that line even further. And I kind of think like if I could do that, then I've succeeded. And I think that like, I think Plague succeeded in that more than I have, but I I really do think that the both of us have written some stuff together that has ultimately made people more accepting of uh silly stuff on the wiki.
1: I I'd totally. also put, No, you have like, yeah.
3: Yeah, you have I, uh, like, almost yeah. in the same way that I think Harry, uh his uh site uh forty three stuff is is kind of making people, you know, change their tune about characters and such, like on the main list and more interconnected works and everything like that. I think that uh, other authors like uh Rounderhouse or DJ Cactus have posted some stuff On the main list that really kind of opened the uh, the floodgates for kind of what i try to do and what plague does and i uh, cadaver commander too um, Um, yep absolutely without those articles like pushing the line in the first place i really do think we wouldn't be able to pull off a lot of what we do you could attribute that to lowering writing quality standards or whatever though if you want to be wrong
1: yeah yeah Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that, so... Uh... Yeah, I
2: understand what they're talking about. I just disagree with them, because to, to my mind, um, the fact that this horrifying, weird universe has anomalies that are funny is part of the horror. Like, these people live in such a screwed-up fucking universe where sometimes the stuff that's killing people and screwing up their lives is also objectively funny if you're outside the situation. I think that adds to how wacky the SCP universe is. It's also... Is. Yeah
1: always been part of it and the people that want to make it seem like it hasn't been are full of it because it's all it was i'll go all the way back to series one there are very old articles that are just strange or silly or off the wall they aren't all murder monsters
3: you know what one comes to mind for me mm. the freaking um the this is one of the articles that was literally ported to uh wiki dot like within the first like week of of the site being up the friggin' um, article about the Are We Cool Yet guy, who, um... Oh man, I completely forgot about what this was. It's a very funny article, I assure you. It's so funny.
2: <laughs>
3: it sounds uh, great. Oh, it's it's so re- You it's really about, pitched
4: it so well. It's
3: about Are We Cool Yet, and it's about a guy, and he's a silly funny man. And this is posted <laughs> for like five days. I think
4: before? also like the-, the So the good. The helped a lot. With this down, like,
3: yeah down the line definitely I mean
4: wonder two you know misters were posted during series one like you have what's it, the the yeah. clown one I'm pretty sure that's in the 900s mr yeah. laugh mr laugh yeah yeah like that that that's that's a funny article it's a clown totally. who's like suffering that feels like something like you your dude would write. like a yeah. like a fucked up clown is just getting laughed at who's like hating his own life like that's that's all pretty funny about concept. a fucked up clown yeah. I like
1: that one. And yeah. the thing is that, like, this is the entire... All these things we're talking about, it's, like, entirely what I've tried to do with Victim 2, is it, it, there's so much room for all these different things. And, and so many... And what I find so funny about articles is oftentimes where you can't decide whether or not it's 100% comedic or not. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, there are lots of articles that, I mean maybe you know like i wrote i've written almost every victim article because i thought it was funny and i have gotten so many serious lore questions <laughs> and so many like people coming to me and going this was really like upsetting and it's like really like I, all right um yeah i've
3: run into that too where i'll write yep. something that i'll find really funny and then people are like you should put a content warning on this article yeah. and i'm like what
2: yeah, it's, I, I, it's
3: it's a yeti who eats his own poop. <laughs> I, sh-
2: I showed Dr. Rockefeller to somebody, and the first thing he said about it was, "That was really unsettling." It's like <laughs> it is, but that's not the first reaction. I, I also feel like that,
3: like the best comedy articles on the site are the ones that actually play into the horror of the situation yes, and don't present the foundation. Because like, there's a big deal with like. Presenting and and like the way that you frame this this whole situation because the execution counts and if you frame the foundation as as being taking this seriously and Ultimately being you know acting like someone in this situation would I think your reader is going to be uh, More inclined to take it seriously, too And that's why I know I didn't put it on the list But I want to mention rubber stepdad because that article is the perfect like epitome of like a guy who um, You know speaks at all caps and, you know he stalks people and he's absurd but the way it's framed in the article is like fucking horrifying like he shows up in a guy's room and uh, he, he hands him like a pizza that he like gets by like stretching his arm out like a hundred feet out of window, <laughs> and it's like terrifying dude it's like what the fuck like where do you where where do you uh, do the um the depiction of, of, of seriousness and horror and it's like striking that balance between uh, one another, I think. Right, it was, yeah. with, with the, the,
1: the Foundation taking shit seriously and playing the straight man and doing it just as clinically as any serious article, but then the content of whatever the anomaly is doing being right. kind of out there and bizarre or funny or absurd or whatever. It works so well. It works well on all of them. That's why it works so well for horror. Right, that's and that's you, the right, difference between... Sorry, go ahead.
4: Go
2: wait, ahead wait, wait, wait. No, there you go. Well, it's, it's a quick thing. I, so we'll... Get back to you as soon as I'm finished this quick thing, which I'm now prefacing longer than it's going to be <laughs> as I try to remember what it was I was going to say because I was so sure that it was going to be your turn. Uh, uh, that's the difference between a J and a main list. Funny to me is that the foundation is the straight man in the, right. the the main list ones, and they can be ridiculous and stupid and should be in most cases in a J, and because J's are completely funny.
4: Anyway, plank. Yeah, like uh, Dune was like what Dune and Gregory were saying, where the like you have to toe that line between the horror, and the comedy. And the and that's when the comedy really shines. I think like Hogslice is both me and Dune's most highest-rated article, and like it's a f I'm gonna say it. it's fun. It's funny. it is funny. It's what? objectively it's funny. You, <laughs> it's the exactly. only funny
3: thing we've ever written, let's be honest. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> if you like look at it, like we don't explain what Hog Slice is. Like yeah. it's it's a humanoid capable of teleporting, and it looks like Scott Steiner. But <laughs> what the fuck is it? And, like, could you imagine being one of those people on these forums again for arguing with someone and something, like, crashes through your ceiling and just breaks all your bone? That's, <laughs> fun. that's pretty funny, but, like, that's fucking terrifying. It is, like, it's horrifying. No. the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, and, then they, and then they kill 3D class trying to contain it. Like, this, if you break it down, this is a very standard foundation, like, Article where they have log of thing weird and not only humanoid log of thing They throw D class at it. They contain it like that's what the, that's what this thing is It's just adding that extra flavor to it that I think really made it chunk
3: Yeah, Hogslice is also like a very foundation light article like the foundation isn't really an active presence mm-hmm. in uh, that in that article because and I, I think taking the focus off of the foundation and placing it on the absurd characters whether it's hog slice or death knife uh, fucking I, Damien, I called him Death Knife. But uh, <laughs> Good old
2: Death Knight <laughs>
3: Good old Death Knight Damien. But that's that's why that article works. Like if you had like I could not imagine like inserting comedy on the of the Foundation in that article. And what I wanted to say was uh what really irks me about a lot of comedy that doesn't work on the wiki, I think, is when you have the foundation uh playing the the comedic role. Cause it's mm-hmm. like that it just doesn't it just doesn't gel with what like makes sense in, in a comedic situation like you know you have your your you know com- more comedic characters and you have a straight man that's typically how this thing goes if everything's funny uh, we, nothing's funny right or nothing's the foundation embodies that like straight animal. and i think when you try to play with that like you have to do it really carefully otherwise you're going to like yeah. start annoying people like me like i even get annoyed when something is a little bit too jokey on, on the behalf of the foundation. Well, where it feels it's like... like all, all you want with an anomaly.
1: I think it feels... And for me, it feels like the difference between a really smart and subversive set of stand-up versus a movie like Scary Movie, where every yeah. aspect of this movie is supposed to be a joke. And so I can't even... There's no... And they're not good jokes, obviously. But that's not even the point. <laughs> even if they were good jokes, the entire pacing of it is set up. There's no, there's almost no setups. It's all just like punchline, 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 punchline. But it doesn't really work. Uh, and and what you can do with the the seriousness of um, the foundation to you know being so clinical uh, and being the straight man and why you know I, I, we didn't put it on the list because we've already talked about it a bunch. But you know, Three Moon Enlistment is full of this. Where yeah. You know, we've got two other Dave articles. It's fine. Relax. But, um, the... The, like... It, because it is! It's so serious! What they're describing is this crazy powerful fucking, like, unmanned drone that kills people from orbit. Like, that's dark as fuck! Uh, except for everything that the the drone says and what what people actually do in response to it
2: (laughs) right that one's amazing because those have absurd humor and absurd horror and absurd action and absurd politics it's just just the power of absurdity and like absurdity is is like hard mode for humor because everybody thinks it's just easy to be a little random and be funny and it's actually really easy to not be funny like Mm -hmm. for example a guy delivering a straight completely straight monologue on a podcast while a dog barks underneath him the entire time mm. that is absurd humor like Mwah. and i'm really unfortunately uh, aware that the audio track will probably uh underlay it and people won't be able to hear the dog barking underneath i don't want the them body. to hear the fucking dog it ruins the recording <laughs> it's amazing i
1: love it the uh, dog is like the extra co-host it's like it's the problem it's, like, is this is a different know. dog this is the dog that lives with us and normally she's well, very there's quiet. multiple dogs well there's I the dogs. God, next door challenger and so now i close the windows every time and then there's also sophie who usually is quiet and then today has just decided to like bark at every goddamn thing
2: the dog was coming from inside the house
1: (laughs) (laughs) but okay before we move on and start talking about some articles what i wanted to ask about for both of your opinions and you know we obviously will chime in too is you know why is it important to talk about comedy on the wiki because you know we've all done serious stuff and 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 horror as well But we've all constantly gone back to things that are subversive or funny or satire or whatever. And, like, why is that, you know, why do you keep getting drawn back to it?
4: I I just think it's fun to write. Like, when I first started writing, like, my first article was a 12,000-word mess. (laughs) That was, like, that I, I, for some reason, I was really obsessed with Dante's Inferno. During During, like, the 2020 pandemic quarantine when I started, uh... Actually, like participating in the wiki, I wanted to write something based on that, and so I wrote something that was like 12,000 words long, really boring. It sucked, it reached <laughs> like it was in the positives, but like maxed out at plus 21 two years or a year later. Right. And like, I started out with that, and then I wrote what so the first article on my author page I wrote, which was just like the short, like sappy, one of those shitty, like plays with your emotions so obviously. Oh, fuck so like, those. Yeah, fuck I had off. it was so easy to write and it just like wasn't fun. And then I this is also deleted, but I wrote this one article that was about a snail race where whichever <laughs> snail <laughs> won it it like altered an element of reality and it like <laughs> as if like this element of reality was always this way. Like it added another state. Like the stinger was that. It added another state to the United States. <laughs> i really lo- i had so much fun with that and then i wrote fifty-five ninety-five, which is like uh, mm. a gumball machine Quincy, yep. Mm-hmm. it wasn't great in its first iteration but i just had so much fun with it and just i read all of cadaver commanders all of um the great hippos and all of the davy fools articles in a matter of like two weeks mm. and that those three authors have served as like the main inspirations for everything i've written since so I think having comedy on the wiki not only gives you what uh i forget who was mentioning it but like is like the realistic thing of the foundation universe you're not only just gonna have these Mm -hmm. scary monsters that kill people you're gonna have these silly things that like have elements of horror or just like you're gonna have these light things you're also giving people an outlet who may not be the best at writing a serious article like May not be the best at writing horror like i haven't my first horror article was the one i posted two weeks ago about the birthday party and that was going to start out as a funny article because i thought it was really funny and the <laughs> guy just walks up to people is like it's my birthday today and no one knows what he's talking about but that just devolved into a horror article and, and that it's was, still like, funny I yeah i was gonna say it's still pretty funny, funny. <laughs> it's like it's absurdist horror that still hits on like funny elements but like that's my first horror article so having the in that i had with comedy and being successful led to me being the author i am today and being able to branch out and take more risks so i think that's nice. the most poor reason having a way of becoming a better author nice why do i think uh comedy is important to write about on the wiki because the scp wiki is a fucking
3: like hourglass of people's attentions and it's like rapidly depl- like depleting like really fast and people are so like desensitized to uh serious stories on the wiki that it's it's like a law of diminishing returns every time you write one and the standards are almost so high right now that if an article doesn't like suck your dick and do like a cartwheel like it's it's (laughs) gonna either sit in the 20s and 40s or it's it's gonna be derided but comedy is the fucking final frontier for the SCP wiki no one has tried this shit before. No one has discovered that they, like, you know, liked laughing on the SCP wiki until <laughs> years ago. And this is this is fertile ground for writing because no one knows how to write comedy on this site. So <laughs>
1: yeah, I, don't because they're still there. I don't know if I'm going to completely endorse this idea that it's only happened in the last couple of years, but I get what you're saying. No no, no yeah, I I think he's popular. being very yeah. slightly yeah. over it, Yeah. For <laughs> yes. purpose. I, I just want to <laughs> clarify like, for this. just a little.
3: No Put no one on. has no one has ever written comedy before. So I'm like <laughs> anywhere. No, never an invented. We're
2: invented the first. When you joined.
3: And and like the reason why I think that that comedy is like like you look at the top like 15 top rated articles right now they're all comedic. It's because it it's like people I don't know I don't know you know if anyone in, like has actually realized this before but people really like laughing Weird. like they like things that make them feel good immediately and they don't really have to think about it too much we'll and say I- it's
4: much easier to make someone laugh than it is to make someone scared yeah. it is uh. it's
3: it or not you could swap out scared for like you know uh sad or like uh excited or any of these these emotions, but I think the hard part is, like, anyone can write a middling, like, serious article, and it'll just do whatever. You write a mid... No. On a- we lost, we is- lost you, we lost you, Dune. Oh, did I cut out?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, so yeah, we, we lost you. Amusingly,
3: middling- we... Middling-
2: yeah, we lost said, you right in the middle of the word middling, which was kind of cool. <laughs> that's <laughs>
3: ironic. Uh, you could write a middling serious article, and it'll probably do fine; it'll survive. You write a middling comedic article, it's probably going to get deleted because no one's going to find it fucking funny. And like <laughs> the—that's the problem with like writing comedy for a lot of people is that they don't like know how to be funny, and like it's because like I, I <laughs> when you when you sent the outline, Grigor, you were like. What's your process for like getting in the mindset of like writing mm. comedy? And like I don't I don't know if this is the same for like everyone who does this stuff, but Probably like I don't not. have that. I just write yeah is funny to me. And I don't I don't really think that my sense of humor appeals to like absolutely everyone. Because a lot of stuff that I do find funny is like really fucking childish. Like I, a lot of a lot of my articles are like so like just like distilled versions of what I personally find funny. And when they take off with other people, I'm always surprised.
4: Yeah. Because like, I, I go to the same thing.
3: Because there Sorry. is that element of like absurdism where like you're, you're playing with, with such like inherently ridiculous concepts on a serious website and you almost feel like you're not meant to be here, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's why, you know, with victim, I, you know it, it took me a long time to even start to even try to write comedy and I started sneaking it in here or there uh, and we're gonna read my first serious attempt at doing comedy later um but you know the the reason that I did victim the way that I did, which was just like I just couldn't oh like I can't even answer this question about getting into the process because I don't understand it uh I just like kind of go into this weird trance state. I have a rough idea of what I wanted to talk, like there's a general theme and I know what kind of media it's going to be and then that's it. And, you know, I just kind of vomit all over it and then go back to try and make it make sense or at least someone makes sense. And that's mm. like the cheater is that like, you know, so many people like have come to me trying to talk about writing a victim thing and I, I try to help, but somehow I'm able to like, get into that weird, absurdist thing, and then I find a lot of other people, like, they want to make it, like, snappy or, like, witty or something, and it's like, well, that's not really what we're doing here. Uh, we're doing weird shit. You just want to be weird. You want them to make, maybe feel like they're not quite talking to the same person. Like, like, the conversation is having, like, two sides to it or something. Mm.
3: Um. See, I just bounce my, I I use a lot of, like, idea bouncing when, when I write comedy, too. Like, I really do think that other people's feedback is like the biggest influence on me. Like, I'll write something and I have to ask, I have to go, do you find this funny? Because it's good to do that before, you know, you post because no one wants to have like an article that you, you rewrite after it's been posted, like after a week. Like that shit, I'm sorry, Plague, but no one wants <laughs> with your fucking gumball machine. But it's, it's just, it's good in the end result. I wrote but like, it a
4: year later.
2: I yeah, did the same exactly. thing with my first article. I rewrote it while it was up there because it was almost getting deleted.
3: <laughs> right, right. No one wants that to happen. So no, it I sucks. Always, exactly. Yeah. I always make sure like I'll even send like screenshots of jokes to people. I'll be like, or, or, you know, a funny part of the article. I'm like, is this working? Is this anything? And most of the time, more often than not, they'll say no, and <laughs> then I, I can rewrite it. And uh, then it comes out pretty funny to, to some people.
1: I just uh, I used to do that to Plague and and mm-hmm. I still do it to Harry, uh, with victim stuff and I'll just send literally a screenshot of something that gets wrote. And if the response is what the fuck or haha, then all right, great, we're good. Yeah, and, I, I think going for the what the fuck
3: vibe is, is pretty good. I yeah. you know, I've had some people in like my DMs before like ask me about like writing comedy stuff and I always tell them, I'm like, dude, like I can't help you. <laughs> Like legitimately, I cannot help you. It's just like if you have to ask someone else how to do it, it's it's not in the cards, man. It's yeah. not. It's
1: just just be, beat your head yeah, against the wall. I watch. don't know about that, but because I didn't Go think watch. that I, I understood Go it watch. at all. Like honestly, and I taught myself to do it. Um, and I and it was because I found the vibe that worked for me. But the problem yeah. is, is that you can't really. It's very. It's really hard to describe that process. Like. You practice. You did it yourself. You didn't have
3: someone else teach you comedy. I don't think you could do Oh,
1: no, I know, but I just mean, like, if you... just found out that you were funny, dude. You just didn't know. No, no, but my point is to say is that, like, just because somebody thinks that they don't understand how to do it doesn't mean that they're not, you know, capable of figuring out that voice, I guess. Yes, it does mean that you can't
3: teach somebody else how to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm more critical because I'm
4: an asshole. Well, I'm
1: an asshole, asshole. too, but this is a positive podcast
4: worst the the thing, thing it is, is, huh? for me is like for like dude mention sent screenshots for me mine is much different i really like, not gonna talk about what's in the article but my most recent thing i was on the open ai thing that's been going around that just been like i was just like i literally just put in, give me an scp idea and it gave me like a list of like six <laughs> things and one of them was sentient um vending machine i was like what if the thing really enjoys what it's doing <laughs> so just kind of, I like like once you, I'm sure you guys have experienced this but like you'll have that lightning bolt yeah and I described it with Harry when I wrote the slot when, when I came up with the slot <laughs> I was literally laying in my bed I was like slots just got goblin and i was like holy fuck i ran down to my basement where like, my computer was and <laughs> i was like harry 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 i got it we need to do this and we did it like literally in a matter of four hours and yeah so, plague was on like,
2: fire the whole thing was done yeah, in a few hours
4: the, the most successful process-
3: articles for both me and plague i think come within like just a few days of, of writing sometimes less like hog slice was smoothest fucking writing experience yeah. ever like all my bet, like okay, Maddie, that's an article that we're, we're gonna talk about. I think I don't know, and oh, it yeah. performed really well. And that was something that I threw together in a few hours. the The worst performing articles and the ones that really don't stick out in my mind of my own like work are the ones that I, I <coughs> you know uh, toiled over for weeks and and kind of went back on <laughs> on you know getting everything just right, and then you throw it up and it's like a plus like fifty or something. And uh, those. I, I think it's funny that like those actual bolts of inspirations usually derive the best work. Mm,
1: yeah. 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 I mean, I uh, basically all the victim ones are the same where like, I've barely struggled with those, but it's not, but the difference is, is that, you know, it's not really about plot, right? Like it's not, you just have these, you know, once you have that inspiration, you think about like, well, what what would be funny about this or what would be strange about it? And how can I get them into that situation? And the best part about it, especially with victim that i've done is i just don't explain anything it just happens Yeah, that's <laughs> fuck, the best fuck you i'm not explaining
2: anything oh my god
3: five minutes in, and not talked about a single article I know, yeah, are we gonna talking. like
2: talk about these articles or what
1: yes i'd love to so we can cut this down to like 15 minutes yeah no we're not doing that all right so scp 6596 by plague eight mile the beast of lust and hatred born Oh, the, the
4: story behind this title, I think,
1: needs yeah. to be told a lot of yeah. the article. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so,
4: our good pal Ralston, who I was listening to um, The Rounder House and The Lord Zunu um, episodes before, just to, like, remind myself how this podcast, like... Who they dramatic. were. <laughs> yeah, and also who they were. Um, but, yeah, so... And I remember Rounder just sh- shitting on Ralston during, <laughs> for, like, ten minutes. But, yeah, so Ralston's a bit of a punching bag for a lot of... we don't love him but like we give him a lot of shit yeah fuck that guy uh, during cupidcon ralston posted um an article Uh. titled beast of lust and hatred born i didn't know it was uh until afterwards instead of the beast it was a beast but i'm not i'm not changing it i like the beast and like, it was, it's the worst title I've probably ever read. <laughs> I do not know what he was going for there, and he changed it to Sex sex Machino," which is much better, and I think works more towards the tone of the article. And it was my idea Originally, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, I was just going to title this 8 Mile, because it's pretty much just a rap battle yeah. between a horse skeleton and Site 120. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Site 120 is Ralston's site. And I was like, you know what? I promised this kid I'd write him an article on his site. But i as <laughs> make fun of him a bit. So I put the title Eight Mile, The Beast of Lust and Hatred Born. And I did not expect it to do as well as it did with that title, but it did really well. The title I'm is so completely
2: it. non-indicative, it's amazing. It has, like, absolutely sweet fuck-all to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> like,
4: it, it. It's like, yeah, it has nothing to do with it. Like, the eight-mile part's, like, a good pun that I probably just could have left by itself. Like, people be like, oh, eight-mile, I get it. But, like, the beast and Lust and Hazard Board, I do not think anybody outside of, like, our sphere of friends is going to know about <laughs> that is referencing. It means a lot to me. I enjoyed it. It was good to get I, that.
3: I haven't read that article but I have read the title and I could definitely say that the title is very funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I always think it it's funny because I remember looking at that title uh, with hatred because he kept stealing the Cupidcon contest from me.
2: <laughs> You're like I remember looking at that title with hatred because he plugged it every 5 minutes for a month. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey
3: I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be the only one in this call that is not shitting on now. I didn't right now. I didn't shit on him I'm just, I, love I, love, I love Ralston. I love Ralston, and I love his the way he used to write his old titles I think it's very silly and That's I think people silly. should I think people should write. um what was the fucking one that you kept repeating months ago plague what was the ralston
4: title that you came up with uh, the beast of your mother and father born <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: the beast. someone needs to go write the beast of your mother and father born i think that's a, a title deserving of a really good article yeah
4: the story behind writing this was a lot of fun so this one and 6595 which is the muppets wilkins wilkins one those were both ideas that i came up with um like a year before these were posted. Um, I knew I wanted to write. So this is based on the Marie Luide. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's a Mel, it's a Welsh folklore-like at, Like It's like during Christmas time too, which is why I post this in December. So I was originally going to wow. post it December of 2021. But what it does is like this group of people will lead this like puppet horse skull to your house and like start singing poems at you until you give it beer. <laughs> not like if you if like if like totally you normal keep, yeah if you keep like being able to keep up with his poems it'll fuck off after a while but if you don't <laughs> you have to give a beer like that's your tradition so so yeah i was like that's a really funny thing that's absurdly funny that the fact that like in the 1800s people were just like yeah, let's put this horse skull on a stick and drape a cloth over it and go get free beer and just people <laughs> went along with it so I was like, there's a, there has to be something I can do. So the original idea I came up with was um, that just goes and ransacks a site. So I was like, okay, I'll have it, I'll have it do my site, which is 322. And I originally wrote like, this I couldn't get the description down, and that's when I know I had to throw the idea out. For a while, I was like, all right, we're gonna come back to this. It was already like December 10th, 2020, 2020 when I wrote it, and I was like, I want to get this out for Christmas. This isn't happening. I put it down. I just went and wrote a few other things. So then I came back to it, like late November of last year. It's Ralston that I'd write about this, but I'd write for his site. I might as well have it do this since I could have some fun just like, jatting at him, just like <laughs> not paying attention to his canon, just like fucking with his characters. So I wrote out the first log and this is like very cadaver commander inspired he'll put interviews or transcripts of stuff inside the description. So I did that and got to the table and I couldn't come up with an ending. I was like, God damn it, do I really have to put this off for another year? And so I was just laying in bed thinking about it. I was like, it's a fucking fae. It steals people's names. That's the stinger. That's the <laughs> so I've edited the description, made that last log and I've, and I've been, this is one of my favorite pieces of writing I've done because away like just like hits you like it mentioned it's a fame in the description you don't think that has much stuff and then it just comes out and steals the name of the site and so the Allison's author avatar and it's just <laughs> left like that at the end it's so and, good it's such a great ending it's terrific Lord Zuna rewrote a lot of the poems that really sealed it all together as well, so I'm very, very happy with this one. Does it
3: fit in Ralston's canon? I haven't read this article or it does. well. I, it does. I so did. I, yeah,
4: I, I asked him about dates and just had everything set up to them. Oh, he, he likes... Yeah. It's hard not like
2: to fit something date. into Ralston's canon, because he will bend heaven and earth to make anything you want to write for Site 120
4: work. <laughs> what a champion.
2: Yes. So my favorite part about this...
4: Wait, one sec. This also got one of my favorite comments is because I haven't mentioned, I haven't changed it yet, but I have to. The year, in the, in the table, it says in 2006 that the that 6596 Steels Mountain do Baja Blast. Someone commented that Baja Blast didn't come out in 2006. <laughs> Leave it. Fucking- Leave it. It's a, it's a new a
2: whole completely other anom- anomaly about how the Foundation mm-hmm. had early access to Baja Blast.
3: Yeah that could be, Yeah, it's a good cross link opportunity to play <laughs> yeah. Just fucking write a Baja Blast to despite this guy.
2: <laughs> Said it in Deep well seventeen just
3: because.
1: <laughs> the thing I like about it so much, I mean other than the lyrics are, are all terrific and it's sort of just subtly ridiculous, um is that it's like the most good natured shitpost. post. Like, yeah. like it's there's no like, you know, Hostility to it. There's no real derision, uh but it is still kind of like "huh," and then poking fun a little bit. But like in this, very much like you're laughing. You want you want the people that like site one twenty to laugh with, and it's it yeah, just like, works really Jack's
4: good. Jack's avatar in this. <laughs> like Jack, Jack is the one who originally fucks up the poem in the first one. <laughs> something wrong because he would. Yeah. He totally like, would. Him and Ralston's author avatar into an argument where they both insult each other. Like it's all just like jabbing at everything. It's just going like, <laughs> to fun away. That like I really enjoyed writing it. I think if I wrote it for three twenty two, wouldn't have been as like well received as it was.
1: It was a good choice. Yeah. No, it, and it fit like thematically with his stuff. Like, cause because honestly, the old school folkloric stuff is all either like horrific or like whimsical, or you know sometimes both. But the whimsical certainly goes along with the you know the old stories of the fae.
4: Yeah. This I like. <clears throat> in like the real world, this mythological creature has no connection to the fit. That's something I made up. Sure. It's a bit appropriationatory, or whatever. Well, I don't know the word I could say there. It's but, okay.
2: You're
1: allowed to appropriate from yeah. the Welsh. The Welsh yeah. are It's fine. The white people. It's yeah. A, they're, they're exactly. People. It's uh, but all right. Well, let's let's we got a few more to cover. So let's. Uh, so we mentioned Davy Fool earlier, and and plague you recommended this one. This is SCP two eight three five. So Davy Fool, and it's. Constructive criticism. This is one of my favorites
4: from him. It's really good. I've read. I'm pretty sure I read his entire catalog. That, Me too. Like, in one day. Yep. He's so he's,
3: he's so such a master at uh at comedy, especially in an era when comedy was kind of like derided or more scrutinized. Yeah. Like he, mm. he meant managed to pull it off beautifully. And yeah. I try reading the comments way. on
2: this one. Read the comments on this one from 2016. Yeah. It's just a wet blanket convention. I oh, like <laughs>
3: This, this article still keeps article it up to this point. Really oh, his,
1: his books are like I've been reading his books. I'm on the second one, and it's they're so they're everything that you like about his SCPs. They're I need they're to, so to, funny. They're so fucking funny. He,
3: he was nice enough to send me a few copies of them, and I need to get back to him on those. But uh, this this fucking Patty the Pelican article oh, it's is uh, so it's so good, dude. Like the the dialogue and everything, and I think like. My, I'm try, I'm gonna bring up my favorite uh, excerpt from it. But did you guys actually know that this was uh, based on a real cartoon?
4: No, I, I vaguely it up did. When I first read it, very vaguely. There's like a clip on YouTube from the, that episode, but then that like got released and it was. Wrong. Yeah,
3: I, I, I tried I tried to like look at um what this was based on, and it was like apparently like derided as like one of the worst fucking cartoons ever. <laughs> I don't know why, but it didn't. I mean, it didn't look that great but I had no clue that this was pulled from a real thing until, like, a few hours ago, and I think that, that adds to the appeal Absolutely. of it for me, because I'm like, oh, my God, this definitely is, like, some random-ass thing that Dave, you fool, stumbled on on the internet and tried to turn it into a fucking SCP, and it works really well with, like, the... I, I The gang of, like, having a fictional character uh, threaten you or reveal <laughs> personal <laughs> influence, that you always work Yes. and totally. I. totally the, the bit that uh made me like you know really laugh a lot is when um the d-class criticizes uh Patty <laughs> out, and he drops his ice cream that he's um licking and he goes see that that shit was the last mistake you ever made you dumb here, fuck and i was like what are you like just the, the delivery. It's like, it, you could have a line like that that's not even, like, it's not even a joke. He's just fucking insulting him. And yeah. the way that it's written is really yeah. funny to me. And it, uh, it's it's great. There's only so much you could say about, you know, how much something's funny, but it's fucking funny. I'm gonna read, it is fucking funny.
1: I want to read a part of it. Uh, so it's, I think it's like the third. So they keep having D-Class, like, interact with this VHS, which is a, you know, and it starts act reacting to the reader, or to the watcher. And the D-Class... I forget what happens right before it, but the D-class says, are you going to get back to the cartoon, or... And Patty the Penguin yells at him, no, you had your chance to watch my work respectively, you inbred horse fucker. Then look what you (laughs) did. Duh, dude, you suck. I could be a better cartoon pelican than than you ever could be. I brush my teeth with bacon grease. What's long division? I swear to God in
3: all... The long division thing. That's so, so good. That's <laughs> such a
1: good fit. I swear to God in all his saints and angels, I'm going to fucking scoop you down the throat, right in the acid, everything you hold dear. Reap what you sow! <laughs> just, and the yeah. fact that earlier in one of the other logs, he just keeps yelling at the D-class, reap what you sow. Mm, which you sow. Just, just so sow, It's just scary there's, and funny at the same no time.
3: There's like, no internal logic behind this one either. It's just kind yeah. like a... it's it's not expanded upon it's not the workings of it aren't explained it's very like very simplistic and it's just happening it's just happening
2: yeah
1: Yeah. this is why shit like this is what inspired me to do I hadn't read this one before we did it for this episode but like where like we have a few things where it's like, oh it's a video and and they're like animate, they're like aware of what's going on, and so often it's taken in this very serious way. And then what if you just made them like fucking irrationally upset or irrationally yeah. hostile to the watcher and just how much fun that could be fucking with the with the viewer? You know,
4: I've so pull? good at getting characterization. Oh yeah such tight like very quick writing like there's only two logs here and i think they add up to maybe 20 lines total right And like i know what this pelican's about like i have a, <laughs> i could probably write this pelican yeah very very well based on these about uh, 10 lines of dialogue it gets like this that's how good Davy fool is at getting characterization down and then having humor also interwoven between that is a very hard thing to do in such a short span of time and he does it so great and like not just this one in a lot of oh
1: he's a fucking master this
3: article is also like this article is also like i want to say newbie repellent because like when i first stumbled upon this when i was very new to the wiki i thought it was serious. And the way it's written, it doesn't beat you over the head with the mm, comedy. Right. You kind of have to read it a few times because at first I was like underwhelmed. I was like, wait, this is supposed to be scary? Like, what is this? And then, you know, eventually once I, I got a clue, I guess, I read it again and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is hilarious. And I, I think it's, I don't know, it's a really unique uh, style of writing that I, I think you kind of have to really pay attention to how you're writing the foundation and uh, like the tone of the article. To make people do a double take and wonder if, like, what they're reading is serious. God, yeah, that's, that's a just joke.
2: this makes, makes me makes me think that that's one of the signs when you've stopped being a complete newbie and you now understand the website is when we've managed to train you to stop ever thinking this is supposed to be scary. Like that—that right. that is what everybody is bringing initially because they all start at the first bunch of SCPs, because we can't seem to stop them from doing that. And they think they all have to be scary. And then they get to the ones that aren't, and they go, is this supposed to be scary? No. It's not. (laughs) It's supposed to be a story. It's supposed to be a story.
1: Which can do fucking anything. We can do anything on the wiki. Uh, But yeah, this is a really good example of that. But uh, let's uh, let's, let's move on to one of Harry's, which is SCP, which this is, Easily one of my top like ones you've done. I. This is one of my favorite articles by
2: me, and the reason that I like it so much is it's an imposter challenge, which is a, a thing that we do uh, on the wiki where you pretend to be another writer, and you write in their style, use their styling and formatting, and you write something that you think they would have written, and you don't get criticism from them, and you just spring it on them. And this is my imposture of plague pjp and that's why i like <laughs> it so much because i'm writing like somebody who is much funnier than i am and it actually seems to work
4: <laughs> really look at the article i'm realizing i'm realizing how much my formatting has changed
2: yes it looks like your old formatting doesn't look like um, you new at all kind of like i mean i might need to oh.
1: so is very, very sleek so it's very like it's it's these these humanoid entities that are fairly nonsensical uh but they're always trying to either purchase the ability to do violence or to pay for someone else to do violence uh and i think that's all the setup you need but these little bullet points are what i I like so much because there's all these little instances of them trying to go into some place and buy something and it's the quotes that get me uh expressing a desire to gain violence for money (laughs) promising to pay well for assault (laughs) for the stated purpose of having the explosions we all enjoy (laughs) and the best one (laughs) to acquire extra teeth for harm (laughs) (laughs) see I uh
3: immediately when i read this one i i picked up that uh this was supposed to be aping plague style and i i think harry did a really good job of that yeah but what i also picked up on was maybe this is because i'm like familiar with harry and the things that go on in
2: his head but <laughs> the,
3: I, there, there is an implication that this guy's supposed to be an alien am i right
2: yeah yes the the article is called the war pigs because they are pigs who pig creatures who are trying to purchase violence or Pygmalion, and Pygmalion is a, a old play about trying to uh, teach a woman to be a, a proper woman or whatever. But it's spelled Pygmalion, like alien. Is that, is, is that like a tale or something on the wiki? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Dune doesn't understand literature that, that is outside <laughs> of the SCP wiki domain. But yeah, uh, but yeah, the implication is that these are aliens that are being sent down to Earth to see if they can pass as humans and also acquire. implements of harm so it's meant to be a little bit fridge horror at the same time, right you got the alien part
3: across uh really well i think i think there's like maybe like one or two lines in here that directly allude to the alien thing but i can't remember what they are exactly but i did get the idea that this guy was an alien just from reading it and the way that you would write alien
2: dialogue uh, right it it was trying to be like that and uh, what you're probably thinking of is there's a few moments where the character Seems to be getting advice from somebody else, or demanding <laughs> that the people around them state that they're doing a good job of aping a human, as though they're being right, supervised right, right. by their boss.
3: Right, right. That's yeah, that's good. Uh, my... and, and the the thing with like this kind of like dialogue that's like you know a little bit like law random is that you have to balance it and like make sure that it's not you know we mentioned that before, and I think you do a really good job at just making it absurd without relying too much on. Uh, you know, funny putting funny words together in a way that doesn't actually uh, make sense. There's there's some really good bits in here. Uh, the line about uh, "I will reduce via mastication and pay for the privilege," and then the bartender goes, "Buddy, this ain't that kind of thing." <laughs> that's, that's just solid good. That joke. was
2: Gregory's favorite one. one favorite <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, I think th- I think this is like the kind of article that would benefit from like a table read. It's fun. It's it's but, just, it's just fun. Dialogue was the whole purchase. The whole purpose of it was really to be fun.
3: I think my favorite line in it though is "Work harder, work harder." Like that? <laughs> that's that's appealed to me. My and favorite... then the ending is, um, you know, this, this alien thing tries to go join the military with the stated aim of joining the murder company for funding, <laughs>
2: uh, for, for funding, for fun. My, my favorite one is when he wants to buy pesticides. Yes, that's describes it. He describes yeah, it, he describes it as death spray to melt the insides. And then somebody says,
1: "Are you from Canada or something?" <laughs> Yeah. yeah was, I,
2: mean,
1: I my, had to throw that I, in. But me. my favorite is, is, oh, wait, so you, you mean it's pesticides? Do you want to buy pesticide? And the alien just goes, pesticide. Pesticide. To kill bugs? Correct. And, I and want then... to capitalize small murder. <laughs> the,
3: the thought that occurred to me when I was reading this article, like, I have no flaws with this, but when I read the ending, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if the military actually accepted this guy? Well, he did. Yeah, totally.
1: Isn't it kind of true? What happened? It didn't die. Because They've detained him. They have not, because uh, they they did not clarify, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, you didn't you didn't get a direct response to why he joined the military. So he... yeah,
3: I think it would have been funny if this guy was like actually recruited into yeah, the military. Yeah, totally. And I'm gonna canon head- that he was.
2: That's a good solution. I like
3: that. Like, I, I really do like the idea that a bunch of like, um, you know, just typical like military recruits like do not understand uh this guy but they don't really see anything wrong with him because like you know the typical clientele that joined like the (laughs) army in particular (laughs) like i feel like that you'd have you could make that joke like this dude applied for you know that branch as opposed to the air force or anything i don't know i i I do think that uh the ending's really good because it got me it got me thinking so it's good
1: but uh yeah let's talk about let's talk about maddie though let's talk about maddie Doom, this is yours. This is SCP. Um, six, six three seven three. This no. is my article. Well, I thought no. it was six nope. seven.
2: You numbered it wrong on the outline, you giant doofus. Did I? You did. The link's wrong and everything. Ugh. I'm gonna have to. Fight. You're fired. Okay, what what what's what's Maddie actually doing? What's the number?
3: What number is? She? Uh, well, she's over eighteen.
2: Um, I can assure. God. What? Damn it! God damn it, Dune. <laughs> oh the
3: uh, oh she's six seven six four.
2: Okay, that's what I put. Now, the final outline says uh, 6373. 3. You fucking uh, idiot. Well. The link says 6373. 3. Yeah. The number says
1: 6764.
2: Yeah. Oh, well. You, yeah, you, this is what you get, Gregory. We're fucking moving of, the for, fuck on. For doing all of the work. That's and right. Nobody else does any work. This is what you get for That's... that. You get shit. <laughs> so... So you get made fun of for all the effort you. So
3: I think everyone's, like, sick of hearing about Maddie at this point. No, no, no. Point. You
1: talk about it. I'm, I'm going to run to the bathroom, but just keep keep talking about it. <laughs> Grigori's <laughs> not that's sick of it, but he's not going to stay. That's right.
3: <laughs> this article's been shilled all hell, man. I, You guys can talk, talk about, about it. It's
2: been shilled. Who's been doing that?
3: <laughs> not, no, not me! This is out of my control, Harry.
2: You bought art.
3: <laughs> Look, man... That's that that information is in public. That information... That's classified. That is classified information. Um, and I didn't just buy art. I bought three pieces of art, okay? It's an investment. And it paid off. I got, like, three pieces of art that I didn't buy out of this article because I bought <laughs> three pieces of art. Matt, Maddie's the fucking Ghost Girl article um, did really well. Uh, it got total winner. Uh, the concept for this article is... Um, it's a ghost girl, and she wants friends. And uh, there's a cute little drawing in the corner that Harry um, didn't draw, but tidied up for me. He tidied up my drawing. Essentially, I drew over yours so that it looks like yours, but is tidier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very clean. It's it's really good. Uh, I it's I really cool. don't think article article's funny because like come on, fuck off. Shut
1: shut the fuck up.
3: The purpose of it being like funny, I wrote it with the express purpose of I wanted to see people draw like a hot like goth ghost girl and like <laughs> it just so happened to be funny I
4: think like I, I did the CSS for this because Dune's very inept at it I <laughs> <laughs> did
3: all the fucking CSS for this because I'm fucking lazy yeah
4: yeah I think the funny like the best part of like Dune's writing is me me and him he'll just come into my DMs to go I have an idea and I'm like all right we're about to have a banger like when he like when he says <laughs> I have a good idea he, I, that's when I know that something is coming out that's gonna be really good, and of course it was this. The last one I could remember. Let me think. He'll always just go, I have a good idea. It was, <laughs> it was the stage blight. It was the one about the puppets. He'll just go, yeah. I have an idea. And then he'll write something that's so good, and it's just like, eh, I don't know. And then he'll post, it's like, okay, I did good. But this one, he knew 100% it was gonna do well.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I telegraphed this one before it's yeah. released, like a day before. And uh, now that I'm reading it again, it is kind of funny. It's but, very uh, funny. It's very, <laughs> very, very, very funny. I, I'm just happy that people liked it. Like, it's very rare that, like, I'm fully satisfied with how an article does on the wiki. And this is the case where I could say that I am 100%. Like, I'm even almost like, because I, I don't want people to get sick of it. I don't want to shove this thing down people's throats. <laughs> but it didn't work really-
1: No, it's good. I mean, I think the, the funniest bit about it is that, you establish pretty early on that the ghost or whatever she is, uh, is taking over people's established phone numbers even though okay. that phone didn't work. And you play with that a couple times. The one where she does all the emojis. Cute ghost girl in your area looking for company. Spend the rest of eternity with her. I've been haunting you, etc., etc." Uh, and the only response is grandson? Grandson? <laughs> so fucking good. It's so
2: I good. I love that so much. That is. So, that is. That is one of the shortest if you just count that one line, one of the shortest perfect jokes I've ever read. That is such yeah, an old person that's... online moment. It's perfect. Yeah,
3: I was I had to have at least one of them in there, you know. Branson. I cuz I was like, what are the, like there's a lot of old people out in this world, right? Like <laughs> the likelihood of her encountering at least one of them while she's texting people very high, so I had to illustrate this in the article itself. I I like, it was a very good piece there's
1: yeah. a lot of good like work done in terms of like building the character of the person who's responding because you've got a couple of like s- not stereotypes but like sort of typical ideas of how somebody might respond to it and it's mm-hmm. not always clear right at the beginning like the person who eventually gets told whatever the ghost already got me you missed your chance I'm already dead <laughs> respond with hot and Maddie's like mm-hmm. what What did you mean by that yeah,
3: <laughs> You like that one that person um, she was based on like I was like All right, how would my girlfriend respond mm. to so that could you tell of course yeah
2: that yeah, makes yeah. sense that's really a clear I was like how
3: would, how would my girlfriend respond like to, to this and that's where that dialogue came from there's one with you know the old guy then there's one with a very serious guy who's out in the woods like hunting deer or whatever <laughs> yeah. um, and then there's another one with a like typical like brain dead like college dude And I think that's my personal favorite one because it comes like his dialogue comes off as like so fucking like horny. And (laughs) uh, like she goes, she goes, uh, she asked him to send his uh, homework or his notes or whatever. And she goes, oh, I can't read pictures. My eyesight is so bad. I'm in Clarence Hall. If you want to come over to my room so I could copy them. And he goes, haha, okay, I'll be over what floor. And uh, that's like you know the, I, I really did put a lot of effort into like discerning the typing styles i'm glad you picked up on that no yeah
1: it works really good uh it's and it's really short so it you is know, too. Every, obviously we're always trying to get people to go and read all the articles we talk about but this one's like a really like it's very quick but it it like you know plague was just saying about the Danny fuel article it's it's really quick but it really establishes this voice i mean and then, you know, there's a nice twist, uh, which works really well. Uh, and it's just <laughs> like... Great. And it's almost... And like the things we've already been talking about, there's kind of a moment where you're kind of like, well, that's actually kind of upsetting. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but the, the ghost is getting stalked. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, she's I in my first and only title because of this
3: yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, dude, that's, that's funny, because I wrote my first and ever uh, woman on the Wookiee with
4: this article. <laughs> Jesus this my is my hell is hog slice versus this person where maddie ends up <laughs> it's, it's lovely being hog slice <laughs> i wrote it like I, like that it was another one of those like brains at moments where like you write something so fast and it does really well like i post like tails are not known for doing well on the wiki but like it's pretty high for a tail hog and slice like, crossover tails are always yeah. perfect somehow I love, you wrote I love that in
3: like House House. 10 minutes too yeah, I, I was I, surprised. I I even was like i was like i'll play let me i want to go through the dialogue maybe touch this up and you're like fuck it i'm posting and it did really well like regardless of that i think it
4: got to um, 50 in a day which is very very um, high for tails
1: yeah i mean tails. sometimes tails extremely sometimes tails only fucking, get 20 or 30 even when they're really good
3: Ew, like I don't, I don't know again this this is like one of those moments i think where like people just so happen to come together to rally behind an article they really liked and uh I'm thankful that it could happen to me just this once,
1: because... Oh my god. Uh, As if you were like some struggling... Uh, no one knows who Jake dude is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm fucking kick you off this podcast.
3: <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just... I'm proud of it. I think it's a good art. No, it is. It is a good, good art. great. And I think that I need to write more women. I need to write more funny you women. You do! On it. I, I, I realized I was like... I could make, like, a a cute, like, character who people are going to want to, like, draw and everything. And then I get to also make them funny. Like, no one wants to draw the... Like, I usually write ugly, stupid men. And (laughs) I I should write, like, cute, stupid women. You know? (laughs) Fucking silence.
1: That's right. Just dead air. That's what you get. (laughs) Listen,
3: no, it's it's good. It's good. Anyways, uh... Does anyone else have... To we're, we're
1: gonna move on because that was awkward as fuck uh, <laughs> uh but okay so another one that was recommended by you dune which you know i think we've all read and love if is... it wasn't
2: recommended by dune i would have
4: recommended it yeah. as like my only recommendation perhaps i was gonna recommend it but i want I, I had i had an all cats guy already so i was like I might want to change this one
2: but this is like the all caps. Yeah, guys, this is right. like this is yeah. practically the original all caps guy.
1: And it's. Uh, I, have,
2: I have
4: something to say about this one. Well, okay, but
1: it's just let's say what it is first, which is SCP twelve thirty three, the lunatic by mm. Cadaver Commander, which is the Moon yeah. Champion. Moon, moon champion.
4: champion. So this one is is. I think this is Cadaver Commander's no his second highest tier piece because he has the four nine nine nine. Well
1: deserved. That's incredible.
4: I think like there's the like, course Moon Champion's a very funny guy, and this is such a good example of how random humor can be funny. And I, I tried. I read this article and tried to write when I was very early on. Tried to write something with that random humor style, and I sent it to Dune before we were What's ever really like friends, dummy? like we were. It's a crash dummy. You remember?
3: Crash test dummy. That I, I didn't, didn't work. Into, I tore into that article.
4: It didn't work, and I knew it didn't work. Uh, the way, like, there is an inter. I think what's needed for these random articles is an internal logic. Mm-hmm. Moon champion comes from the moon, doesn't understand Earth, but has somewhat of an uh, somewhat of an understanding, but it's a bit twisted. Like the uh, Uncle Nicolini article where he comes down for Halloween and thinks it's Cinco de but it's, <laughs> He has a general understanding of what holidays are, but just gets everything wrong. He, uh, he has a general understanding that you eat a cookie. He smashes it into his helmet. <laughs> that's of that's the, the humors drive, because he he's almost there, but not fully.
2: Yeah, I don't think we established yeah, this either. Miss. Moon Champion is a sentient NASA emu suit. He's an yeah. astronaut suit. Do we know that there's no one inside? We don't know that there's nobody inside, but there has never been any evidence that right. there is. Okay. Yeah. It, has,
3: it has that article, like that same kind of mystique that all of Cadaver Commander's articles do, where there's a lot of effort put into the uh, backstory and internal workings of the character that actually comes up in the article itself. It's subtly there. It's in a few sentences, but it definitely is yeah. there, and it makes it feel like a really lived-in like world that this character is built around. Moon Champion does have a history, because I know this because I've talked through Cadaver Commander. And while that history might not be on the wiki itself, there are parts of it that are in this article that you are privy to if you pay attention to uh, the dialogue and, and everything. And I I just, you know, I I, I think that like Cadaver Commander is probably the most influential author for, for my style of writing. Like that man has never fucking missed with any one of his articles and uh like moon champion's probably one of my favorites from him i can't say if it's exactly my favorite but i i definitely think it, it deserves like being one of his most highest rated and uh it like there's so many fucking good lines in this like that little block that bullet point block where it details all of like moon champions like weird ass behaviors like where he's like walking into like storefronts or like crashing into cars or fighting with fire hydrants chasing
1: chasing small insects such as grasshoppers and butterflies walking directly into a a lake
3: lake. yeah or collecting dogs and trying to use them as currency (laughs) in in a vacuum this stuff is all like very absurd but when you establish that the character is like you know definitely not the most like stable person and you portray him realistically like that like it's just it's so funny and it's so
1: well written but like like, it's like plague was saying there's like an internal logic to it like it doesn't make sense 100 percent to us but you can tell that it makes sense in he's not just crazy. It's not just a rando guy. It it's not random to him at all. It's just wrong. It's just like it's it's disconnected from the way that humanity actually is. But he is not aware it, of that.
3: There's a reason in the article given why he's you know, why he's even bothering with all this, because he's uh serving the moon king. He's not <laughs> he's he's uh not one of the moon people. And it that, that's like one of those lines that like kinda like stuck with me because I was like he's he's serving like the moon king and everything and you don't get any details on the moon king but he's not one of them and it's like one of those like little multifaceted lines that are just all over cadaver commanders work that add another dimension to his characters you read this stuff and you get a fully formed picture of what uh what character he wants to portray i mean he doesn't
1: want to he does it from the first article from the first line like the first line that he has talking, he's talking to somebody who's 32 and owns this bakery or whatever, uh, or it's a cafe, and he opens with the line, greetings, little girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, with that shit.
1: But like, Commander's work, like, I don't even want to show
3: his SCP work. I want to say go read his fucking book. Hell yeah, I just finished it. His yeah. book is
2: so good.
1: It's it is, really it's, good. I don't even the
2: but I like that one. It's it's, <laughs> it's called <laughs> Featherlight by Jake Schaefer. Buy it. The featherlight transmission. And it's in. He, he changed no, the name changed to Featherlight. People always correct me on this, and then they, they it's put the it's, wrong. Yeah, it's just there. Featherlight. It's just called Featherlight. We,
1: I've been including the the link to uh, buy it on Amazon for the last. I few love episodes. his
2: writing. His book is so fun. It's it great. So much character. It's, it's it, terrific. It's, a, it's, a, it's like an urban fantasy, and the character writing is just so good. The voice in it, and the narration is so good. Yeah, that's The it so, thing
1: cool. that he does is he like completely violates the rule that I hold to so strongly and it's the only thing I've read in 10 years that does it and does it well where he actually will pause to explain this fucking you know maybe for a whole page this background information about a world and it's all fascinating because well I mean, either way, even if it wasn't, because the voice of Featherlight right. himself is right. so fucking funny and good and like well-rounded that you just go, yeah, tell me about your shit. Just, just talk to me. It could be a spoken word album by this guy, and I would probably le- read it.
3: The lore is actually really interesting it too. Because it's delivered to you in a, in a really good way. And there's even a funny line in there where uh, Featherlight himself says, if you don't want to read about all this shit, just skip the page 67 or like way to know your audience.
2: It's <laughs> you like a chip for coming from the SCP wiki.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The lore dumps are like like really like not even lore dumps because it's all so relevant to the story and it's so relevant to like the the crazy like cyberpunk fantasy city that the character is, is living in. very And good that way. it's like it's it's such it's such a good book. And it makes me wonder like how much stuff is out there that you don't even get, you know. To experience because you haven't heard of it. You know what I mean? Like this this book hasn't received mainstream attention when it absolutely deserves it.
1: Well, totally. you know, if, if you, you one, go out there like, and look for books, dude, and read them, well, sometimes they can surprise you.
3: But they don't have upvote counts on them. So how am I supposed to know which ones <laughs> are? Good? It's called reviews. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> and this book has very good reviews and it needs more, so you should leave one
1: if you yeah, liked it. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's if the, the lesson of anything is, you know, we know Two SCP authors that have moved on to try and uh you know get some notoriety off the wiki and have done really quantum. brilliant oh, quantum. I don't know. Quantum. And Tanhoni,
3: Tanhoni does eight for one <laughs> eight. That's
1: four. I'm saying it's people two. I know. <laughs> oh, but,
3: okay, <laughs> but okay, I know mean, Tanhoni.
1: So Qua- okay. I said You said quantum.
3: I said Tanhoni.
1: You didn't say quantum.
2: You, you did, did say quantum. No, as well. no I, so did I. I you, you did. I heard you say it. What the fuck?
1: I, I heard you say it with your face. You big blue liar. <laughs> anyway, all right. Tanhony as well. The, you fucking delusional old man. Oh my god, that is. This is smoke not. Smoke this, this is a distraction from the fucking point, which was play, play go out and read, the read these fucking books. You fucking you monkeys.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
1: what were we talking? About?
2: Doesn't fucking matter. Moon
3: champion. I
4: love Moon Champion. One Moon one more Champion was. Bring up about the Moon Champion article. The bullet points that we were talking about—I've used them. One of the best, most effective ways to deliver comedy. Uh-huh. They yes. are so good if you have the right wording. Like I have this draft I haven't posted. I think I showed it to you guys about the uh, the deadlifter, the zombie. Yes. On yes. Line yes. I yes. uh-huh. have a list of things it does, and one of the lines is like terrorizes a farm. And like <laughs> that's, that's really
2: funny. And like but, there's no real way to deliver that with the SCP Right.
3: Bullet points are terse.
2: And terse terse yeah. Weird, I, humor is pissed. Dude,
3: I have an article that literally is like bullet points. It's the fucking guy man. Does
2: oh, right, anyone yeah. remember that one? Yep. That
3: one. That's like the normal ass guy that's contained and they're not sure what the anomaly with <laughs> him is. And half of that article is bullet points, and the only reason I was like inspired to write that is because of uh articles like Moon Champion, because I was like, I realized how much you could fit into a little like uh short burst of information like that, especially with comedy.
1: And the yeah, pacing and of it true. can work so well too, because you can start off with something so like, like obvious, like Clint, like these start inspecting various objects, such as, fa- Oh, we lost play. Such we as, lost play such as farm equipment, buildings and plants or whatever. And then it ends with like Harry said, marching directly into bodies of water. such as ponds and lakes you know bodies of water
2: (laughs) i I love this article so much that when i was on a uh, contest team where we were basically explicitly required by the virtue of what we were writing to cross over with other people's stuff the very first thing i thought was i need to use moon champion and i wrote um I wrote Cadaver Commander, a PM, because this was so far back that I was actually afraid to use other people's stuff, and said, do you mind if I use your character? And he had no idea who I was. He was in a side chat asking people, do you know who the hell Harry Blank is? Because he's sending (laughs) me a PM. And his response was, I'll only object in the form of a downvote if you write my character poorly, lol, otherwise go nuts. (laughs) <laughs> and that's how I met him! <laughs> because I just yeah, love this so character I'm... so much, he's so funny, I couldn't bear to be writing with anybody else's stuff without including Moonchair.
4: Sludge's characters are really fun to write. Right? They are. But if you fuck them up, he will tell you. And it's not fun. <laughs> oh, this has happened to you, has it? It hasn't happened to me, but I've seen it
3: happen to other people. It is not that easy to come up with, with what they would say because
2: you have to toe that fucking line of, it of is, journalism. It is almost immediately infuriating when you start to write Moon Champion. He is almost immediately too much and annoying. And you have, right. to, you have to dance this really thin line to make sure that he's not too much himself or it just becomes <laughs> unreadable. And it really right. makes you appreciate how well that article's written.
1: It's because he I, is a character but he's this really restrained character and so you could turn it into something like really obvious and annoying it's so right. easy
3: like uh, i'm just reading through like uh moon champion again right now and i'm just like there's some some of the lines in here are so good like at the end like when he takes this guy uh he takes a random civilian uh and he flies up into space <laughs> with him and he says uh he he asks him if he's willing to join the fight against the fucking moon monsters like that's just like such like a, a simple little line that just tickles me.
2: I love like, it. And then almost immediately after that, just from from fucking memory, I haven't seen it in like a year. Just from memory, he says, "Tonight you brush your teeth in space or in <laughs> the stars or something like that." Just, yeah, oh, yeah,
3: shit. yeah. He gives he gives a a, a speech and he says, uh, "Let us uh, let us away, fellow fair meat fellow, and earn the glory of heroes. This day you brush your teeth amongst the stars."
1: We oh, fly. That's sort of better than the way I said it. Also, him saying "fair meat fellow" does tell me that he <laughs> is. There's nobody in there. There you go. There. Also, that
2: one last thing <laughs> on Moonshade, because we really ought to get to the rest of them. Yes, right from right from word one, it's clever. The title is cleverly chosen. It's a crazy person from the moon. Yep. the lunatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> right? <laughs> now that is that is the origin of the word lunatic anyway, yeah. but the fact that it plays on both of them because he's a lunatic and he's from the boom. Brilliant.
3: <laughs> That's good. It's it's, it's
2: also a really like good title,
3: too. Like a lot of people like to title their stuff anymore, like silly things or like puns. And and you know, I'm always a fan of those titles that sound grand or the titles that sound, you know, that don't yeah. really give away too much about the contents of the article and what better hook than to say that this article is about a fucking lunatic and, and it like, fucking like, delivers a like, little preview image of like the fucking spacesuit like immediately you were drawn into this you want to read it at least that's how it was for me you know Absolutely. harry's
1: harry's on the show right you don't have to like out him like this <laughs> with Harry, with clever the fucking- clever titles ugh
3: See, Harry gets a pass because he's actually funny. I mean, like, your typical, like,
4: SCPD type. Mm-hmm. I suck I, at naming titles. I suck at writing titles.
2: I think, it was, I think it was T. Rutherford, maybe, who said about me that, like, I, he liked what I was writing, and I always write the most just absurd, stupid-ass fucking titles on thing. <laughs> he's like, I read the article, I'm like, that's a good article. I look at the title, I go, what the hell did you call it that for? <laughs>
3: harry titles are at least good because they stick in your mind because you can search for them easily with the articles you know i I never struggle to remember what a fucking harry blank uh, title is i think my favorite one of yours is uh the woman in the incinerator Uh,
2: oh yeah it's a a very popular title yes
4: (laughs) i like um what's the what's what the a misogynist
2: putting women in, in incinerators i know monster harry my, blank is.
4: one of my
3: favorite pieces of blackmail to use against you i'm like look at this harry blank hates women
4: if he didn't why would he write this well oh, my favorite harry blank title is the man of the hour about the Sandman. So good. That's great. Right. man of the hours is probably one of the best titles in the movie. oh yeah man
3: of okay. the hour is good that's a good right
4: one i love that's probably top like three of my favorite
2: harry blank articles Stop stop, stop! stop! Stop praising Harry Blank. We have to move on. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play. We're Aww. gonna praise. Plague uh, I'm, now. Just go, I'm just going to shrink into a little ball while you carry on. He has yes, fucking what? tears in his
3: eyes. You can hear. him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get enough affirmation. Okay. Yes, He's like uh, Plague PJP
0: praise me.
1: My my friends. Okay. Hey there, fans of Simply Creative People. We're mostly unsponsored. So far, so I figured I would take the time to mention that you can support the show on the show page at anchor.fm slash simply creative people, or if you're so inclined, you can check out Harry or my Ko Fi pages at Ko-Fi.com Harry Blink or slash Gregory Carpin author. Things are crazy tough out there, so if you can't afford any financial support, and trust me, we understand, do us a favor and mention the podcast to someone who might enjoy it, or spread the word online. If we want to bridge the gap between fans and creators, we've got to get the word out to new fans. In many ways, this show is designed to be appealing to new and old fans of SCP alike, as we can all enjoy some discussion about this thing we love, and we can all learn something new. Heaven knows I learn something new every week. Thanks so much, and we love you just for listening. Thanks for the support through all these first few months of the podcast. You're the best.
2: 6597, Whale I'm Boned by Plague PJP. I love oh, this one. Speaking I of clever titles, titles like, the
1: plague. Titles. Why would you do a clever title? That's lame. Grebo came up with that one. The original <laughs> was literally Scordo
4: oh got a Scrimshaw, and well pen Grebo came <laughs> up with those. I call it well on both. I'm like, That's of, a
1: course. Good. of course, of course, it's a Grebo so title. Grebo,
4: so I, I I genuinely think this is my best comedy story. Like my best. It's
1: incredibly story. funny. It's I such bet. a
2: good article. Plague. Oh my god.
1: I've just got several sections I just want to read. Which that tells you. Like, I just... I don't even really have much to say other than, like, I just want to read parts of it. It's so fucking good. Well, it's your podcast, bro. Oh, oh, oh I didn't realize I had the permission. Anyway, okay, so he, he he grants somebody sainthood, and he's like, the fuck was that? You're a saint? Saint Cillian Fresca is your name now. You sainted me? What does that mean? Well, when someone asks if you're a saint, yeah, you can legally say yes. <laughs> but... Oh, is that all? Also, you can no longer die. What? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so this this is a, a god,
2: and he's a god of carving bone, uh, specifically whale bone, uh, which is called scrimshaw, and it's an inherently funny word. And I think that the, the fact that scrimshaw is an inherently funny word, how much of the in- inspiration for the article was just that factoid?
4: Well, what happened was. Um... I forget where I got screenshot from, like what exact video, but it was from Salmonella who is a YouTuber who does like crazy, like videos on like crazy moments from history, just like random stuff that just like kind of interests him. But that's that's also where I got the idea for the uh, for the site one twenty Christmas monster article because he did a whole video on like weird Christmas articles, but weird weird Christmas monsters. But that's another thing. But I got um. Specifically, the line about flax, uh, flax spinning at the end. That's yes, still literally I was just from the video. That. Yeah, like the god of flax spinning. That was from a mention in the Christmas characters video, where <laughs> like this wealth this like Swedish monster would eat this girl because she didn't spin all her flax. But <laughs> I got this idea actually from Reddit, where I was on writing prompts, and the prompt was like, "You're a little girl who stumbles into a long-lost temple." And you place a cookie on this uh, on this table and become this god's champion <laughs> i was like that's fucking ridiculous and stupid so i'm just gonna write it ridiculous and stupid and i was like you know what's ridiculous and stupid the word scrimshaw let just keep the <laughs> god of scrimshaw and i was like what do i name this dude so i was like okay I, like the first name of a god that popped in my head was odin and i was like what what's odin backwards it's Nito. and i was like that sounds stupid. So I needed something else. I was like, "Scrum, scrum, score, scordo." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that works." <laughs>
2: <clears throat> play, play, play. Do you have this article open right now? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I would like to just read a very small portion of this with you. Would you do that with me? Yeah. Is this?
3: The- I hope this is what I think it is.
2: I want to go to the end of the log that ends with that sentence that starts with, I would like people to. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes. So, so you will play yourself and I'm just going to read Scordo, Is that all right?
4: Okay. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Uh, we'll start at, I mean, to, I mean, people didn't stop. Let's up there? Okay. So well, I'm no, no, read
2: do the lines before that. I'm going to yeah, read okay. the one line before that and then you'll read the next one. Sound yeah. good? Okay, Yeah. so I'm Scordo and uh, Plague is his own author avatar, uh, director Paul Legg. Um, is that how you say it by the way? Like,
4: yeah, um, people have said name. it
3: very weirdly. Lago.
4: Lago. We call you so Plegoo, just... so. Yeah. I-, okay. I don't really care.
2: <clears throat> so he's trying to figure out why his, his power is reduced, and, and they're explaining. He goes, hmm, so people stopped killing
4: elephants and whales? I mean, people didn't stop, it still happens. Just made illegal in a lot of parts of the world. A lot of companies are really, sh- a lot of countries are really strict about the import of necessary materials. But it did cut down on it.
2: I see. I have a suggestion then. Uh, let's hear it. I would like people to start killing more elephants and whales. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of my favorite lines that I've ever read on the wiki. It is such I, a perfect, like, that, perfect that moment. Was
3: like, that was like one of those like jokes where I was like, "Oh, he did it again!" Like I was so fucking jealous of that line. That was that such line. a good blog. log. Absolutely,
4: like, so, so good. If we go back to like writing comedy, I think like like we were mentioning how it's more of a headspace. If you can come <laughs> up with a punchline you want to get to, mm-hmm. that makes writing everything so much easier. I was like, "Absolutely, I need this dude to want." To Elephants and whales to be killed because, like, we can all agree that's a pretty bad thing. We don't want people to kill elephants and whales, but like, it's no. funny that it's this a guy funny is like, so out of there. He wants people to kill more elephants and whales so he can still be a god. So I was like, okay, that's the punchline. How do I get it there and also
1: give this <laughs> exposition? So I that, just like a that, matter of
3: fact. He says that, yes, people yeah, yeah. like, are killing more elephants and whales.
1: I, I like the way that. he leads into it. I like the fact that he's like, I have a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> But that setting up like of it. a of a punchline is like so effective because then you can reverse engineer it, it you know it, if you're already in that headspace but that's basically what i did for that demonic uh corporation one for uh department mm. con if any of you all right. read that yeah. which was like i knew how i wanted it to end and i knew i wanted it to be about the satanic panic in the most ridiculous way possible and then i just kind of we re- reverse engineered it from there
2: yeah, gotta get make the article support the punchline. Yep. Yeah, and if you know what you're doing, then you can make that work. Um, and all of This also all of goes these into pieces.
4: like an arts and crafts event. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
2: With a cameo <laughs> with a cameo from Plague's original article as well. Mm-hmm. It's Qu- Quincy Harrison the uh, uh, site director the and gumball thing. machine.
4: Yeah, I, love I, I it. Oh, him a lot.
2: Fucking right. I think he qualifies at this point. He might. I love your little, like,
3: mini-universe of, like, characters at your Foundation site. Like, I haven't established that stuff. I have, like, one character on the wiki. I have fucking Deathknife. Damien Deathknife. Who's appeared in other things that people have written about. Whereas you have, you have this little... Well, Hogslice is a Plague
2: character, too. That's a that's oh, a oh, collaborative between the two of us. What um, I love about this is that Director Lag himself is the straight man, always. <laughs> almost yeah. Almost never making the jokes. It's just... Surrounded by all these. The way people. I
4: have him is he's <laughs> very like sarcastic. He'll very he'll like he'll help a lot with he lets you, he'll let like the way I read him he'll let the ridiculous characters shine, but also he adds on to the humor a little bit by like just kind of highlighting how absurd it is. Right. Like, the 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 line um <laughs> I'm forgetting that he call him a time wizard, but there's the line where it's. Scordo's like, I'll sanctify you all for passing the test. Like flips out, it's like, no, you can't do that. And Lake's just like they were corrupted by the god of flax spinning. And then that turns out to be a real guy. And it's just like <laughs> yeah, the, am the that of that, too. that bastard. Because it's, I feel like if I just okay. left the line as they've been corrupted by the god of flax spinning, and then Scordo's like, ah, oh, well. But he builds on, like, Squirtle's building on top of that line. So he recognizes it's a real you know. person
2: that he's already mad at.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking flatuvio. And and I do think, like, what you mentioned about your author Avatar Plague is, like, I've never been able to really get mine down, because I don't like writing about mine. I always think it comes off as a little bit, like, self-indulgent. But the idea that I've had for mine was where, like, your character's always, like, a kind of a straight man, kind <clears> of sarcastic. <some> <throat> I think it would be funny if mine was like a real big like corporate ass kisser because like, you know, real real like tension for showmanship and everything. But like in sort of a way that fucks people over. And I think that really fits with what we're trying to do with our articles where I don't know if you've noticed this, but like when we write about these like silly anomalies being, you know, integrated into the foundation, there is this is part of a larger thing where we're kind of like demonstrate a story about like. Uh, I mean, we call it the uh, the integration program or project or whatever we call it. It's very important. <laughs> but uh, project but when we do this kind of stuff, we're we're telling a story about the foundation's own morals and standards changing with times. And and I think that uh, the more articles that we put out in this genre, the uh, the deeper uh, the the surrounding lore. Behind it uh, becomes, but not in, in a suffocating way. And I, and this is like Scordo's another article that pushes that line further with like an mm-hmm. arts and crafts seminar. And I'm just really appreciative that Plague wrote this because uh, he's doing all the work for me. It's one of my they, favorite articles on the site because it's, a, it's so fucking funny.
4: <laughs> well,
1: it's a good it's transition good. too to Harry's next one. Well, just okay. one thing I
4: do want to say. One more word here from here the big guy. Scordo is like. I really, like, you guys mentioned that, like, Dune mentioned how I have those characters, and, like, Harry knows how much I suck at this because of the drafts I've written for 43, which often lead me to, like, giving up, be like, oh, fuck this up there later, where I suck <laughs> at keeping a timeline. So I remember I was going through Caps Lock's career where Harry, like, I didn't realize this reading it because I don't pay attention to dates, but like, it's like a 50 year long. like <laughs> long, goes for a the lot. craziest shit that they run through. And I'm just like, all right, I need names of a few agents. So I just pick up a few and I'm like, Harry, does this make <clears> sense? <throat> He's like, these are people from three different like time periods of <laughs> Like you got kidding Like kidding, and they dead. <laughs> these guys have been dead for years. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, we could work this out later, but it was like, I was like god damn it how much work do i have to put into this and i was like i don't want to make up characters for 43 because i know how much harry values like having like a consistent base that he could depend on so it's like, i should have
2: told you oh. to just wreck security character archivist character whatever and then i'll just put them in for the correct <laughs> <year>. <laughs> hey, I,
4: I made up a
3: character for site 43 and oh, officer gorgos I didn't even have a site 43 article i just hit harry with fucking officer gorgos one day and he's this big like bulky uh security officer who repeats <laughs> his own name and uh, harry gorgos he loves it so i love it is, it's amazing it doesn't make yeah. any sense it doesn't fit it's perfect like gorgos. i'm telling you just need to just just go ham on harry's characters yep. and ideas loves it He'll take it. He'll he'll lay down and let you shit all over his work.
2: With fucking <laughs> and that's the perfect segue to where we talk about an article that I designed specifically to flatter both of you and everything you guys do with your work. This which one of you didn't? Which one, one didn't article. even read for like a year, even though I published it on his birthday. I love this article. Fucking
3: plague. <laughs> Sorry, I love this one though.
1: So it's SCP six one two one, the Caps Lock Crew yeah so what's the, just by me do the premise Harry yeah the, okay the so, so I'll, I'll do the
2: premise and the inspiration at the same yeah. time um caps locks guys guy which which is my term for these shouty guys that Dune and playing like doing that kind of goes all the way back to uh, moon champion although he doesn't speak in all caps these characters who are really loud and really funny that just do this through line all the way from series uh two all the way up to the present these characters who were really funny and really loud and really weird and destructive and problematic, I thought what would it be like if they started showing up in the 60s before <laughs> any of this shit was even in the database way the hell back in the past? How would the Foundation react to a legitimately funny weird shouting thing they didn't understand? And I thought they'd be a little freaked the fuck out and not know what to do with it. Um, and that was the entire premise was what if I wrote Plague, Plague Dune-like characters We're just completely off the fucking wall. These are just mascots who magically appear at conventions and and shows, cause chaos, talk really loud, make no sense at all, Uh, and the Foundation keeps finding more and more of them because every time there's a convention in Canada, or related to Canada, or even semantically vaguely, incorrectly related to Canada, these mascot characters start showing up and they have to keep containing them until they've got this gigantic fucking harem of ridiculous mascots that they can't even figure out what to do with. And I thought, yeah, I'll just write a whole fucking article of these nonsense characters screaming and the Foundation characters going, what is this? This is funny, right? These things are funny. It's not supposed to be funny. And they're all a little skeeved out that their horrifying universe is now being noticeably funny at them. And they just don't know what to deal with it, which, of course, leads to the twist ending that I don't think we should spoil.
1: No, but I want to do the first logs.
3: this is this is a lot funnier than like anything that i've written and like Like, i'm genuinely like blown away at some of the dialogue in this okay but let's like
1: i want it let's let's read some of this because this is so let's do a reading of this
3: i think that's a good idea
1: so i want to do the first i just want to do the interview logs not the debriefings but it's both of the Uh ones that with uh the, the first log
2: Okay, so the uh, the one that shows up uh, in 1963 that right. is a giant stylized owl called an Ukpik.
1: Yeah, uh, gonna Yeah, I'm going to do the owl. Who wants oh. to do Chief
2: Strauss? I, gu- I guess since it's me, I'll do Chief Strauss. Since <laughs> Chief Strauss has no personality and is boring, just like me. <laughs> All right, this is a real quick one. So yeah, hello SCP-6121. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Hoo hoo, motherfucker. I beg your pardon I'm an owl and
1: that's the whole log
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, it,
3: but
1: it's owl. so funny on its own but it sets this other one up so good
3: he doesn't say an owl he says a uh, owl that's and right
1: I'm he th- says um an owl uh, yeah you're right I can't even say it it's, um, it's hard uh, to an say owl. yeah it I'm is hard owl. to say
2: I'm, I'm an owl, owl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright so we're going to do this want, next one
2: you, you want to do the, the next one where it yeah. starts with hoot hoot yeah that one yeah, <laughs> we've been over that
1: Caw. that's owls don't I'm not really an owl no no
2: then what are you
1: I'm an anthropomorphic personification
2: really yes that's terribly interesting yes and what are you an anthropomorphic personification of
1: a motherfucking owl Moron. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun because nobody's ever read
2: this out before, and we've we've discovered that it's it's very difficult to say two a sounds in a row out loud because <laughs> he doesn't say an ever, but your your mouth
1: won't even form. I oh, no.
2: Anthropomorphic. Um, the fucking military
3: guy one. I want to do that one.
1: Okay, which one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah
2: so the, the first one the first one with that
3: yeah i'll be the can i be the guy
1: the guy okay. or the uh, akori is the,
3: the fucking uh the the giant wall the guy the shouty guy i want to be the yeah. shouty the, 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 the entity
1: shouty guy yeah. yeah yes the
3: mm-hmm. entity
1: all right i'll, I'll be dr akori okay. okay
3: this this thing is a giant um i'm not even sure what
1: this is it's, it's an mre it's
3: Oh, okay, yeah, all right. It's an MRE, and he's got like a military hat on. He has a big mustache. Uh-huh. And he has googly. Um, so he's he's being detained by the foundation.
1: War. Good God, y'all! What? The song War. You know who else sings? No.
3: Communism.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's the end of the law. <coughs> it's 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 brilliant like this fucking article dude i i love it it's i the, love everything about it.
1: i like that one so the much because are, well, the researcher is like leaning done. into it the researcher is trying to lean into the comedy of it and the, and the things still won't play along
3: and the researchers don't get it either right like
1: they, they and, and
3: and it's not like a like you see a lot of time in these articles where the researchers are overly like dismissive of these things. Like, in this article, there's this running gag that Harry does where he has more and more researchers showing up at these interviews (laughs) to watch the show. To play along with these things. <laughs> because they're, they're not really... They don't really find it funny, but they're definitely intrigued by it. It's hilarious.
2: I'm, I'm glad every time someone notices that, because, yeah, there's a list at the top of who's there at the meeting, and even though there's mm-hmm. only ever one person talking, I add one name to the list of people who've showed up every year for every single one until there's, like, 20 people. Yeah, like, a, like, that's
4: where I got the list of names yeah. for that article. That of funny. course. That's where, yes. that's where I was like, okay. Uh, I need... Uh oh, a chief, all section chief. Alright, Falkirk, let's go. Get in here. It, it,
3: not, not to get into spoiler territory, but uh fucking Clef shows up in this too, and it's it's hilarious. Like Harry actually wrote Clef as as like a funny character, which I thought was impossible.
2: I Clef shows up and really he's just funny. not having
3: this. Yeah, no, Clef does not find any humor in this. He kinda <laughs> embodies that like old school like mentality, and it's appropriate <clears throat> in meta and like in universe sense and it's it's so funny i i I like the way you wrote cluff in this this article harry
4: thanks i think also is really good about this one is how like like they're everything all these like different mascots are very very like have different have like a weird difference to them that i don't know how to like say in words but there's just like a different feel to each of them like the owl it's like different from the war guy with like just in such little word that you could tell it's just like different characters and they all follow just like a very <coughs> small theme of just being loud and weird <laughs> they're all so different they have
3: really just like injected into them to yeah. work a very small chunk like uh that you're given
2: someday we could probably do a reading of this one all the way through because of course leg and dunes uh, author avatar are both in this as well, and so is calibold's author avatar, and uh, I think mine is probably in there very briefly as well. I feel like this Which other one is
4: in there? Like a curated um, collab lock. As <laughs> long we keep it like, make like sure it's of quality. I think. might yeah,
3: make, well. make up your fucking own caps lock crew guy.
4: It totally. Yeah. <clears throat> um
2: Grigori wants to make sure everybody knows ahead of time that one of the. One of the characters in this is a small boy who gets half-eaten by a giant frog mascot, um, non-fatally. <laughs> and the uh, the kid who gets half-eaten by a giant frog mascot is uh, a, an author avatar that I forced on Grigori. No, no, no. Clay oh, yeah. did it first yeah. in Hogslaze. Yeah. Yes, that's Hawk's right. Life. Gregory yes. Kaplan, Gregory <laughs> Kaplan, and then I—I I made sure I actually changed the dates around to make absolutely sure it could be Gregory Kaplan and put him. Mean, he just has bad luck with Showdy monsters.
1: But it's so funny yeah. that you like—it's—it's uh, so, my AA, and then you made him get eaten. <laughs> it's, just like, it's cannibalism. Non-phazily. I know, okay. but it's—it's it's so funny that it's a ca- cannibalism yes, joke. I can't stand you. <laughs>
2: Clay talking about the man of the hour. That's the only article of mine mm-hmm. Gregory hasn't read a single word of because yep. the character is a cannibal. <laughs> and it, he's but a so
3: scary he was, kid. He's, he's not old. like a he's right. not like a silly cannibal. That yeah, much. I can handle
2: this because it's like a terrified. joke. Yeah, it's a little well, I, different.
4: The man of the hour, like, it, like he's so dry that it's funny. That's where it comes from. It's just like, yeah, you kids and it's just like, but, <laughs> like that's, how the tw- that's why the twist works so well too cause you're just you're like, like, you're just, he just like why would he why would he say that I eat kids no what about to. it I have like, what, such what's your problem
3: I, I have such a problem like taking a lot of like darker stuff seriously cause I'll find it like funny but like that was one of the articles on the wiki where it's presented so <clears> mad profan- it's, that it actually made me like do a double take and I was genuinely disturbed by it as
1: opposed to finding it funny
4: <laughs> I found it hilarious I was never disturbed I thought it was <laughs> so funny all the way through.
1: But that's the best part about like really like you know absurdist or, or unsettling things is how easily it can ease, tilt into humor and how everybody can look at them slightly differently and why this shit fucking matters honestly.
2: I always try to be at least a little bit funny. I think but, that's a good tradition
3: for
1: this next article too. All
2: right.
3: If you right.
1: want to, no yeah, th- yeah, let's, let's go. This SCP-
2: is one of my all-time favorite articles. Yeah, we love this article. I love this article so much. We've brought this article um, up at least three
1: times. That. We've brought up Dr. Yes, Rockefeller. we keep bringing
2: it up. Uh, so. But yeah, we need to hear the backstory. Dune, where did SCP-5648 Dr. Rockefeller always with teeth, also always with all caps? Where did you get the idea for this from?
3: Well, uh, as we all know, my um, mind is a very... Uh, interesting place when it goes to bed not when it's awake my dreams have always been really like vivid like my entire life Um, I've I've always had a pretty good job at coming up with like decent dreams and I'd say like a Solid 80% of my SCP ideas come from my dreams and Harry likes hearing about my dreams because I do and I'll tell Harry about whatever whatever I had a dream about and he always finds it amusing and uh Doctor, Ro- Like, all my best comedy stuff genuinely comes from my dreams. Uh, and I've, it's it's always been like that. I don't know why. Um, and I, I had a dream one night, and it was actually like a really... It was almost like a nightmare. It was about a non-existent foundation uh, personnel that was named Dr. Rockefeller. And he was this big, ugly dude with fucked up teeth. And he appeared in random collapsibles on the sub And he had a catchphrase. And it was always with teeth, Dr. (laughs) Rockefeller. Dr. Rockefeller, always with teeth. And I I explicitly remember the dream was I was browsing the wiki and I was like, who wrote this? And it wasn't an article because it was this Dr. Rockefeller character appearing in random collapsibles on like different articles on the (laughs) site. And I remember opening one of them and this like big ass like organ appeared in my room and started like blasting organ music, like (laughs) hairy ass like organ music. And Dr. Rockefeller's face was in the collapsible, and I screamed, and I was like, that was a scary-ass dream. That was terrifying. <laughs> Harry Gary was like, you should write this. And I was like, how do I even, like, What? how do I turn this into an article? And then uh, uh, JamCon came around, which, as we all know, JamCon is a uh, purveyor of fine, fine quality ideas and great yeah. articles. And uh, I mean, <laughs> the theme for the second day of this JamCon contest was uh, corruption. And I was like, I can't come up with anything. Let's make Dr. Rockefeller into an article. And I did. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the uh, the theme. I wrote this in four hours. And uh, there's a little moment where uh, Dr. Rockefeller lampshades that. And he looks at the camera and straight up says, I'm corrupt. That's the theme.
2: <laughs> It's one of the best best lines in anything, and it's one of those moments where I don't think that can be done twice. I don't think there can be a second JamCon article that so deliberately flouts the concept of there being a theme for the day and literally sticks it in your face that it's not doing the theme. But one time that can happen, and this is that time because it's a brilliant moment. I'm corrupt. That's the theme.
3: In the article that that's on the site dr rockefeller is uh he's an old guy and he pretends to be a foundation personality stalks other members of the foundation uh and he wants their teeth he'll stalk them and he's weird and he's creepy and a lot of the article could be attributed to how fucking great that picture is uh <laughs> this I found, it is a great like, picture he kind of looks like the penis taker um <laughs> he definitely he looks like he's dr rockefeller and looks like he's gonna like shed all his dead skin in your mouth and (laughs) down and rip out your teeth forcibly he just
2: appears out of nowhere and he's nonsensical and terrifying i love him
1: and right from the beginning which is like the discovery which he drops this note (laughs) in a batch of mail addressed to this agent's house your work in the anomaly has been hard yesterday so why not oral (laughs) you're given free oral examination required by god dental health care package so fucking good. You're the best boy. You end it with, you're the best boy. Yeah, Dr.
2: Rockefeller, always with teeth. We'll see you in Wing A21 to check you out. Whoa, this ain't your grandpa, but it's close (laughs) enough.
1: (laughs) And then signed, again, Dr. Rockefeller, in parentheses, always with teeth. This
2: isn't even an article where even where, where you look in the directions you wouldn't normally look. I know people have reading hacks for reading the SCP wiki where they just don't read half of what's on the screen, but the heading on that note says official request <laughs> from high five council. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like that's something yeah. that half the people reading the article probably never even see. Hundred percent brilliant.
4: By the belonging, I missed that. <laughs>
2: yeah, no,
3: I, I, I don't think it pointed that out to me before it's funny. Just this are, i don't even know where half this shit came from like i just wrote this in, again this is like a yeah, three right. hour jam thing uh so like what the is concept it's I'm it's already, <laughs> yeah he's he's torturing uh this foundation guy psychologically and he wants his teeth and uh it didn't even do that well like at first it was sitting at like plus 30 after like three days i was so and, mad yeah, and then all of a sudden, Harry and I think Locke thought it, were, it was like really funny, like really fun, like a lot funnier than it actually is. And they shielded it
2: endlessly, and now it's it, it ballooned up in numbers. But I'm glad people like it. I'm pretty sure I featured it on the front page at some point. Did I? Let's see. You did not. No, I, no, I've what? never been featured.
3: I've never been featured on the front page.
2: Okay, well, that's not I'm actually sorry. true because I—you have been with Plague because I, I yeah, remember now. featured
3: solo work has never been featured. I on featured.
2: Um, Bad things happen in Philadelphia.
3: You did, you did, and you know what? That was the one time that's the front page practically had a good article on it.
1: Oh my god! Dude. Most of the time, it's like some
3: random every Blank article. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? He gets a feature every other month.
2: It's great because after a while, I was starting to think. I know this will stop eventually, because <laughs> you can only feature an article once, and it was getting to the point where they had featured almost all of my <laughs> <laughs> Oh! Oh,
3: yeah, it makes me, makes me I want
2: didn't to apply it. I didn't even know. I didn't even know anybody <laughs> was doing it. The only one that I knew ahead of time, I think, was when Plague and Grigori did one of my tales, which yeah. I really appreciate. I will claim the first... Was I the first... Were me and Grigori the first Harry Blank feature? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And it was... It was a
3: annoying trend on the wiki.
2: (laughs) Well, this was this wasn't an SCP though. This was a tale that was Mm -hmm. uh, two part tale that was twenty three thousand (laughs) words total. So it kind of needed it. (laughs) Tails? Just just a few from time to time. Time after time.
1: (laughs) Wow. All right. right, Moving the fuck on because we've got to fucking move on scp <laughs> th- i'm gonna start cutting shit 3988 which is napoleon bony parts superstar skeleton by cadaver commander plague you recommended you this recommend one what-
4: yeah is this one good? is another example of how well cadaver commander rates characters like went over a lot of his tactics and um uh the the 1233 part but this is a very very good example of like how he weaves the foundation in as well, where there's this underlying story of this guy, of this skeleton being like the businessman, and there's like this this um he's getting like the person who made him is like trying to get some money and like has this big plan, but they only found this one skeleton so far, and <laughs> just this like sassy asshole who's just like very flamboyant, very wacky, and wears a blue suit, and he speaks in like speaks like a douchebag but <laughs> like, you also like love him because he's just like a cool dude too
3: one thing oh, yeah. i realized with this character especially is that he's like very like
1: sad because <clears throat> elton yeah. was
3: resurrected against his own will it's kind of like in there that like the guy who resurrected him is kind of like a kind of like a neckbeard type like he's like yeah. very like casual like i think he, he wants to go somewhere he wants to have a private island mm-hmm. like
2: Death Island. <laughs> yeah and, Death uh, Island.
3: You can tell that this this uh, skeleton is, like, definitely uh, very troubled about his uh, second life. Uh, there's a line in here where he says, uh, uh, Yeah, I was, the, I was first made to be a jester, a jokey joke guy. I was supposed to make woody-sisms and be funny. I'm not even allowed to change my tone of voice to accurately reflect how miserable I basically feel all the time. <laughs> I keep trying, but it doesn't work. Haha, so what else do you want to know? And you can tell that the skeleton fucking hates his life and he's it's very sad but he's he's funny because he's made to be funny
1: because that's Uh, his job there's also just like us i don't know if i'm just reading into it but there's this tone or it's implied at least to me that like the necromancer is like trying to get rid of him like he just like sends him out there to like oh you're gonna draw up some business and it feels almost like he's an abandoned puppy Yeah,
4: that's definitely part of it. They
2: kind of feel like they're both screwing each other over. Like, he sends him out there with no protection out into the world, being a skeleton in a suit who is so obviously sends, going to be caught. He
1: sends him with a knife that would automatically kill the knife of death. And it doesn't do anything. That's right. Uh, the knife of death. But at the same time, the that's skeleton,
2: right. who is programmed to not be able to tell anything um, important about his master, is constantly trying way anyway to, to, to hint Enough that they can go catch the guy. So they both—they both clearly don't have a lot of use for each other, which is yeah, just it's, this, this funny, it's sad foe abusive relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah, but the, the death dagger—it's he, he, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny to me because we've got death knife and then we got this one you know, it's so just it's so because he's well he did give me the instant death dagger to defend myself with because i i got snow muscles the super powerful magical artifact <laughs> kills anyone it touches guaranteed but he never implants any violent impulses in me or anything so i didn't even kind of use it it's kind of scary i'm a passo fist by nature apparently
3: <laughs> and then it turns out the knife's not even anonymous. that's right he, it's just a knife line, it's just a knife and then he you know, it says he vibrates briefly, clacks his jaws shut, and then freezes for a short moment. He goes, huh, "Well, I, I guess he lied to me." Ha <laughs> ha! Funny stuff. <laughs> oh
1: God, it's so it's so fucking dark. That's
3: there's that perfect. palpable. There's that palpable sense of like, oh, they really do not like each other. And, uh, and then it even ends here again with him like giving information uh, about his uh, necromancer friend and. uh, yeah, I mean it's it's it, it's good. Um, and and the necromancer character, I, Sludge didn't actually get around to writing that character on the wiki if he ever intended to. Uh, but I I he told me before that the way that I wrote Damien in Death Knife is basically what the necromancer character is <laughs> <are. laughs> like a, a basement dwelling neckbeard uh, who's, who's really in over his head with this anomalous stuff. And looking at it it's weird that that connection's even there because, like, I didn't read this article when I wrote Death Knife. I wrote it after. And the fact that there's even a, a knife that, you know, kills anything that it touches in this article, as well as a guy that acts like Damien, I'm like, whoa, that's that's mm-hmm. interesting to me. You know, it's, hate- it's,
1: it's, it's, so, it's a fun after. coincidence.
3: It is. But no, this, this article's so good. And there's also little references to uh, Sludge's other articles. In the Necromancer's uh, note, um, the Necromancer says... Just work your charms, and I'll be able to afford enough soul stuff to feed Gorzugal, Gur- uh, and then we'll be able to stop the regents to stop Shiryak from watching me when I'm in the goddamn shower. And uh, Gorguzol is actually the uh, the demon from uh, Gordo's. <laughs> it, it, I know. Plague, you've read Big Gordo's. Oh uh,
4: yeah, the here. restaurant.
3: Yeah, right? it's the restaurant that's run by a demon that uh, feeds you. He feeds you gory. Fucked up food like human testicles and like a penis and things like that. And uh, sounds like a good article for Gagarin to read. It's yeah, like, I started it reading it and then stopped. It is genuinely, the only article on the wiki that I had to stop eating while I was reading it. Like I usually eat when I read stuff because it's the only way that like my iPad baby attention span is held. And oh, that wow. article I had to put the food away because I was <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Like Gore usually doesn't get to me, but that article it just did it for some reason. <laughs> But yeah, no. Once again, another great Cadaver Commander
2: article.
1: Never fails. Yeah, no kidding. Never so. But let's move on. on. So, Dune, you recommended this one by Cactus, which is SCP-4390, A Bad Maze. Unfortunately, my my dyslexic ass wrote down the wrong thing, so I didn't read it. So, (laughs) briefly, because we have more articles. What is what is the basic idea? The premise.
3: Uh, this—it's a bad maze. Uh, this is an article about a giant uh maze created by bootleg wondertainment. Uh, well,
4: he's a wondertainment, but he gets pissed off with the other wondertainments because they're going to promote someone else to Doctor Wondertainment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
3: this is this is uh, Professor Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not. It's
2: something similar though. It's a
1: it's, 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 it's a maze. Can't. It's a it's a it's a Mazington or something. Yeah, something incredibly stupid. Like because like it's that. maze, uh, Doctor Amazington yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm I'm looking at it now. Not fun fan, fantastic's the other dude. Uh
1: yeah, that's the okay. tiny
2: seniors.
3: Yes. Uh but this article, um it's filled it's a bootleg maze that's kind of structured like a game show and there's these uh weird ass anomalies set up throughout the maze that fuck with the MTF <laughs> that tried to go through it. And the way it's written is this is this is the article that probably like had the most influence on me. I read this like about a month into uh, when I started reading stuff on the wiki and this is the first time that I ever saw an article be this funny I still maintain that this is the funniest article on the wiki and Rounder house backs me up on this. So you know that this is a state mandated opinion. <laughs> this is the funniest article on, on the wiki and uh, The reason why is just it's it's 90% logs, but the dialogue is so good You don't even realize how long this article is because the dialogue is just that good there's a uh, uh, an like um, uh Olmec statue uh, like a one of those like faces yep. that mm-hmm. are in like part of rock face and he acts as like a, a dickish games show host uh, for this maze and he kind of he pops up in like the rock faces around and he yells at the uh, the MTF team and everything and it, there's just so many good lines here
4: there's uh as one of the best setup and punchlines in any article with a character named dominican joe yes yes. you'll know what i'm talking about but it is hilarious and the way it's described the punchline is described is so matter-of-fact and funny it's so good
3: that and like this is one of those articles where like the the foundation is really like fed up with this stuff and the dialogue's actually funny like there's that you know criticism that like oh you just made the foundation say fuck that's not an excuse for a joke but like the uh the the way that the dialogue here is is written where they're at the end they're at their wits end dealing with like how ridiculous and bullshit this anomaly is where they're telling it to fuck off And they're, you know there's these lines uh the face is insulting uh the mtf team and he goes oh ho 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 look at who rattles back in for round two. Getting your cheeks clapped the first time wasn't bad enough. (laughs) You had to go and find some friends to experience it with you. And the MTF guy goes, shut up. And the face goes, oh, don't worry. You won't be hearing anything from me. I know a lost cause when I see one. I'll just be chilling back here, watching your failures and enjoying the satisfaction of your defeat. And he goes, seriously, you're a wall. And you fell in a hole. We all fall short of the glory of God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and one of the MTF guys goes, uh, is this thing always like that? And he goes, he's a cock. Just ignore him, but also expect him everywhere. And it's just, these little interactions are, are so good. They're so funny.
2: And I, have, why- I have like one thing to say about that. And it's a meta funny in that article because... The reason this wall statue head game show host is so abrasive towards this MTF, particularly, is because in this crappy knockoff maze he was given a crappy song to sing at the beginning, and the MTF went, that really sucked, and it hurt his feelings. <laughs> so he's so he's pissed off at them and trying to kill them for the entire <laughs> That line
1: thing. I'm I'm just glancing through right now. That line is so funny. And they say, oh, that was worse than I thought it would be. And the face goes, wow, okay, very cool thing to say. Just trying to help out over here, doing my job. Fine then, dickholes. Go ahead, get in there. You won't hear me crying when you're dead.
3: <laughs> well, it's like, like we mentioned earlier with like Dave, you fool, having the fucking pelican call someone a stupid fuck, and it's right. funny. And when it's just, like, <clears> like <throat> uh, profanity. And this is the same article where it's, it's, it's so funny. And I don't even want to, like, spoil some of the really good punchlines in it, like Plague said with uh, Dominican Joe. There's a section of this where there's uh, uh, the man on the left and uh, the man on the right, which are two, like, you know, entities that are in the maze, and they're in bathrobes or whatever. And, you know, they have to get past them, and they speak entirely in Spanish. <laughs> yes, it's all <laughs> okay. Spanish
2: yeah it's, it's and none of them of that, speak spanish it's, it's some of that like friends. surreal
3: humor that works really well i love it i love this article it's good i i really think that this demonstrates that like you have to be on top of your game when writing comedy because like if you had someone like like if i tried to ape this article style i don't think i'd be able to i think it would come off as a lot less uh thought out and a lot more uh just overly silly like this. This is a masterpiece. I, I love this article. And the reason why they're going through this maze, the reason why they're trying to get through it, is because the bootleg WonderTainment has a filing cabinet that has uh, picture. I think I I, I don't know who their pictures of, but it's pictures of
1: the board. Like, the, a, it's WonderTainment's board of directors.
3: Yeah, WonderTainment's board of directors like having sex or something, or they're nudes yeah, or whatever. It's pictures, of, <laughs> it's pictures of dick pics and stuff. Yeah, it's dick pics of, of WonderTainment. It's really funny. It's really good stuff. It is a good
1: article. But we're going to move on. Uh, So SCP-4601, which is Revenge of the Red Menace, and it's by Nick the Brick and Boogeyman23. And Harry, you recommend this one. This one's fucking also very funny.
2: Yeah, this is a perennially underrated article. It's one of my favorite ones. Um, The reason I know about it is I I collaborate with Nick the Brick quite a lot, and Boogeyman23 was one of my original green lighters when I wrote my first SCP. So I've... uh, Got both of them in my thoughts and prayers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's only at plus 83, which is really offensive because it's really, really funny. The entire concept of this is what if. A sentient fire engine was also a grim and gritty batman
0: <laughs>
2: it's a fire engine that's just roaring around new york city trying to put out fires but it thinks it's fighting some evil fire gang and it just drives through walls and <laughs> sprays down like iron chef competitions and that's the
3: bit that got me in tears
2: <laughs> it's so good isn't it it just comes in yeah, through the studio it,
3: wall he, when the this giant talking <clears throat> fire truck burst through the set of like a cooking show I was like, because at first when Harry recommended me this article, like, I think it must have been like a year ago or whatever, I was like, oh yeah, like, I'm reading it, it's pretty funny, I can see why he likes it, and I'm like, I, I didn't really get it fully until it occurred to me how fucking ridiculous, of, like, a top, like life-size
2: fire truck is in this yes. situation. It's great, I love it. It talks like, it, it talks like a Frank Miller Batman character, and it mm-hmm. just... It's just Mm. really, really intense Mm. uh, energy. And it also has a a tragic backstory, (laughs) which is amazing. Uh, And and I can understand exactly how this kind of thing came to be, because this is what Nick the Brick generally does, is he'll just be like, I have. And then he'll say... The strangest, most insane, out-of-nowhere story concept you've ever heard, which is <laughs> totally bizarre, and we would all write it as a shit post, and then he tells you the extraordinarily like meaningful emotional backstory that these absurd characters have, and that's how I ended up with uh, writing a collaborative tale with him, but tale SCP, where he wrote almost all of it because that's how he rolls. Uh, I mean, a fucking uh, sniper, sniper, a sniper scarecrow and it's got an emotional backstory the sniper scarecrow has an
1: emotional backstory didn't you also do the uh animatronic unicorn with him
2: yeah skippy the unicorn is Uh, sick of your shit
1: i love that one
2: yeah i need to Uh, blob with this guy
3: already because every time i hear about your uh ideation process with nick the brick i'm like damn i'm jealous
4: Nick, the, Nick's I have ideas to are to fantastic. With Nick the brick in the in, not even in the working. I have to talk to him about collabing with him. She's like, it's yeah, Nick, I want to collab with you. And he just and it, we meant to do it. And then I had a bunch of personal stuff come up, and then I just forgot.
2: <laughs> it's, it's always worthwhile. The ideas are completely off the fucking wall. Anyway, this one I am just I, everybody should read it. It's it, very very funny. I and mean,
1: he has so gotcha. many good lines in this. The the fire engine does. But yes. this is my absolute favorite one, where he starts yelling at people, Bystanders need to back off. Go home and watch the Fireplace Channel, Rubberneckers. <laughs> Fireplace <laughs> Channel. <laughs> the fuck I is think, that? I think
2: that's only a Christmas thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like a yeah, I, I, I really love stupid lines <laughs> like that. I, I just like... Because it evokes everything he needs, he wants to evoke, that the fact that this is the Frank Miller Batman, like soul of a you know uh what do you call it a vigilante, but a vigilante, yeah, a vigilante who fights truck. fights against the fire, you know in he's, all in he's all. Trying caps. to get Mr.
2: Burns, I think is what he thinks it's called. He's imagined. <laughs> he's imagined. There's this evil entity called Mr. Burns responsible for all the fires in the town. Um, and it also features an agent from the uh, SCP Foundation who's clearly a little off-kilter, who gets a little bit too into the whole thing. Rodney. There's a recurring, recur- a recurring character in Boogie and uh, Nick's stuff, um, Agent Rodney. Yeah, it's he's like, like oh, cool. wait,
1: they become, Rodney becomes like the Robin to the fire Engines Batman, and it's just, the it's just, it's so ridiculous, but it's, like we talked about earlier, it takes itself fairly seriously at the same time that you just have to keep reminding yourself this is funny like and it is funny but it's like i keep like it's written in this way that's serious and then what the the fire is actually saying is just fucking ridiculous in the best way and i loved it so much that again when i went looking to see what other
2: people's stuff i could stuff into our resurrection story in the canon renaissance contest i stuck moon champion with big red the fire engine because (laughs) i fucking had to There was really no way I couldn't have a fire engine fight the sentient astronaut suit. (laughs) This article's still crazy underrated, too.
4: This is only
3: so low rated for what it is. And and it's funny, because me and I know Harry in particular talks this one up, too. But, like, I've mentioned it a few times, and I'm just surprised that, like, it's still sitting this low.
2: Yeah, some people are just not doing their fucking homework. (laughs) I know.
3: It's it's almost as if people don't read on the SCP Wiki. You'd
2: Mm -hmm. almost get that impression if you didn't know better. But luckily, we know better everyone reads. So anyway, I think we need to
1: keep moving on because yes. we need to make sure we get to Grigori's last article. Here. No, we can <laughs> skip it. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, uh, <laughs> we have a... It's, we've been going for a while. Uh, but I do want to talk about Radiger's... We definitely need to do
2: this next one because we are yeah. just talking about underrated and holy shit, everything Radiger writes
1: is under fucking rated. It's disgusting and upsetting It's infuriating. Because Radiger way. is fucking brilliant. Uh, She's amazing Radiger, at everything she does. She's the so good. Y- yeah. Is no, it's Radiger. Um,
4: I do this all the time I call. Uh, Badaga. Yossi Posse, Yossi posse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yossi posse. Oh my god, I, I love, love that so right much!
2: Shut the fuck up,
0: Yossi Posse.
4: You don't even know. lie on the air. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not lying. Oh, Yossi Posse. Uh, oh, is it a voice call and like Rounder was calling? I'm Yossi, I was like, okay, Yossi, and then I was like, Yossi, and then I was like, fuck, Yossi. <laughs> you
0: fucking
4: hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> Do the
2: Yossi pose again, you turn yourself around. Oh,
1: anyway. um, That's what it's all about. So this one is SCP-6326, and it's the Man Bear. Uh, oh, and so good. It's essentially about a cryptid and... On its surface, it seems like the most like it's just sort of that stereotypical SCP article. It's about this weird cryptid, uh, and the Foundation's trying to find it. But that I don't think it ever appears in the article because it's not it's about all, that.
3: The doesn't show up. It's in the fucking article. genius. All so we ever see
1: absurd pencil sketch. That's right, you know. which which Radiger did, uh, of and course. it's this centaur, but the centaur. The what would normally be a horse body is a human's body, and then instead of the head is the top like half of a bear, uh, <laughs> and it just reacts very strange. But the, the hilarious thing is that we've got this agent who's been through like something horrible, which is linked to the article. I, I didn't read the other one, but lost, where lost
2: an arm, I believe.
1: Yeah, lost an arm and an eye, uh, and, and an so eye. the this agent is like stuck on this like essentially light duty thing. You know, it used to be an MTF agent and is now stuck doing this embedded like investigation with a cryptid fan club. Uh, and this agent is just... Agent Watts is just so fucking sick of this shit. Like, before they even start the process. It's so fucking funny. Every well, single interaction really, that they, they have... Really at, um... Sorry. No, go
4: ahead. Uh, this has a really good... like Probably one of the best examples of... Like putting the anomaly not in focus. Mm -hmm. Very
1: character based story of his age and just having the worst few days of their life. Yes. Just like personal frustration tolerance, not only met, but then exceeded to the point where, like, I was afraid Watts was gonna kill these people. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
3: have you read this one beforehand?
1: no this is the first time i read it because
3: yeah no i just read this today and i was like because i initially put this one off because i saw the the drawing sketch for it and i was like i i was dismissive of it admittedly i was like this is going to be forced i know exactly what this article is going to be it's going to be and as soon as i read it i was like kicking myself because i was like this is some of the best like listen dialogue that i've read on the site
1: genuinely Radiker is a genius. So Radiger Radiker is really. really Radiker is goddamn genius. Radiker's comedic especially. timing.
4: It comedic really timing time. is a foundation. The podcast
1: phonology. is really good, but even if you don't listen to that, any of the articles that Radiker has done is fucking incredible. Like, Go like see her, this. was like
4: this. the Long Fish Church one? Yes. Oh, the,
1: oh, the, the yes.
2: Church of the Fish that just goes on forever. Yeah.
4: I to give you a good example of how the anomaly just like has really nothing to do with the story, but it's still uh, so captivating and funny. Is that is actually, it, that's? I didn't know that was a radiker one. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is.
3: I thought that was a Western one, actually. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I yeah, I didn't know that either.
2: But no, no, no. With this no, letter... it is a Radiger one. He's right. Yeah. Wow, that, I love okay. that article. It's one of my favorite. I love that article. Also, she does videos on YouTube that are oh my god, they're so the funny. Timing, they're uh, so funny. Channel is called Tan for Rad, and they are so fucking funny. The comedic timing and editing in it is absolutely unimpeachable. <laughs> Usually I'm not a, a huge fan of articles
3: where the Foundation, like, or a member of the Foundation, is, like, the focus and they're the snarky, like, funny one. But in this, it works. Because you have this uh, yes. hardened FPF individual that's thrown into uh, a situation where they're, like, uh, having to interact with all these, like, conspiracy nuts and, like, cryptid hunters and, and people. And it's, it's played for laughs in such a really good way. There's all these, like, excerpts of uh, the Foundation agent getting, like, so annoyed. With these people like one of them straight up goes like i you know i suspect there's some men in black type shit going on around here and they just go yeah wouldn't that be crazy and it's this, like,
1: <laughs> my favorite part is when somebody running. asks agent watts are you a man in black and watts goes do you mean am i an alien hunter from the will smith movie you know what i mean yeah i do i'm not an alien hunter from the will smith movie
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then it follows up with another great gag because they're really fed up with being assigned to this, and they wanted, they've want they requested off-duty from this stupid-ass assignment, and they won't get it from the Foundation. And then they, uh, the person they're talking to goes, what happened to your face? Because they lost an eye. And then there's silence for several seconds, and then Watts delivers uh, a log that is <laughs> expunged, which you could have went on forever. And then they're immediately reassigned. Cause that, just that that subtle comedic timing of like they are so frustrated that they intentionally gave out classified information that would have forced the foundation to remove them from this assignment. And that's played as a joke. And it, it's so good. That was that's one of my favorite jokes. That's beautiful. That okay. I just
1: want to read one part of it and it's the member D uh interview. And it's like five lines. Who who wants to do with me?
3: Where is this?
1: It's, uh, it's like two thirds down the page. It's the one. It's the sh- It's the very short interviews that's under a collapsible. Uh, interviews with other club members. I okay, it's member D. Do it.
4: All
1: right, so I'll do member D. Plague. You want to do Watts? I'll do Watts? Yeah. Okay. Like, don't you ever wonder if he's ripped? Are we still talking about the human bear hybrid monster in the woods? Yeah, he he lives in the woods and hunts with his bare hands. Don't you think he'd be jacked? I guess. And they say he's bigger than normal people.
4: Uh, hoping this isn't going where I think it's going. What I'm saying
1: is, I bet he's hung. You did hear. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love it. She telegraphs the joke and then just does it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good.
3: Usually, usually like the end cap comments from like, you know, where a character is like, oh, this sucks. dude. This is stupid. I hate this. Blah, blah, blah. doesn't work. Here, you, the palp- the frustration yes. from Watt is so palpable that it's actually funny. Like, when they say, uh, oh my god, or, uh, I hate it here. Or, Fuck you. Like, this is, this is great. I, what I of, love this. Artist.
1: One of the other members in the middle of it goes just goes, can I ask you a question now? And Watch is like, is it about my arm? And the member says, no. Is it about my eye? Member C does not respond, because no, you cannot.
2: it's so flat i love the flat delivery of this person who's done it's beautiful
3: this is a lot of good character work done in a very small space for watts i know they have other things on the wiki that i've not read uh featuring this character
2: i feel like this character was in that comic that Radiger posted not long ago that really took off because it was fantastic oh yeah the comic's so good Anyway, read...
1: read. Honestly, c- go to Radica's fucking some author Radiker page Radiker and media. please read through her stuff. It's so fucking good. And her YouTube channel, Taffer Red, is so funny. Ugh, it's crazy to me that she's not, like, making movies. Uh, seriously. Damn right. Anyway. All right. Um, we can do a little bit of mine. Uh, so, scp 3809 which is love in the time of algorithms which was my entry into the CupidCon one where i cheated mm-hmm. because i just wrote about a stalker <laughs> <laughs> you got like second place with your stalker. Didn't you? i did yeah, yeah I um, this one.
2: it's such a good
1: article <laughs> so this was my first attempt to do comedy um <laughs> uh, like i put in funny lines before but this was the first like okay this is just you know, I was just sitting there racking my brain. We have a contest about romance. I have no fucking idea how to write a romance, uh, and I don't even really want to write a serious romance. And then I just thought, what if there was a super smart uh, satellite? Like we have three others, and then but what if that's laying into it? Because has not, has, it, had, it doesn't matter at all. There's a satellite. This is just a person who develops really strong crushes on like conservative assholes in the media. <laughs> uh I want to read just a little bit of it um so who who would read it with me me okay so M- I want to do the part where he's she's talking to Friedman and her okay, name's Maggie uh, is this so the one that starts
2: with Pastor Rustin's phone that one yeah yeah okay so obviously you're gonna be Maggie yeah because you want to be that you want the good part uh, yeah so, so that's the one you want to read yeah yeah okay. <laughs> So they're calling uh, Pastor Joel Austin, who's a megachurch pastor and a big piece of shit. Um, in real life. <sighs> yes, in real life. And their uh, their assistant, William Friedman, answers the phone. <clears throat> and Friedman says, Pastor Austin's phone. This is William. Who's this? Hi, my name
1: is Maggie. I'm a huge fan of Joel's. How did you get this number? It's unlisted. <laughs> Nothing's really ever unlisted, silly. Will, sorry. Can I call you, Will? I was hoping we could chat about setting up an appointment with Joel.
2: What sort of appointment?
1: Oh, one-on-one, for sure. Love that the satellite wants a one-on-one appointment. (laughs) No, I meant, what would the appointment be about? Oh! Well, I have lots of pull in the communications world. I could see about getting Joel some excellent deals on media coverage. Not to mention, we could see about getting bigger broadcasts for his streams. That is
2: something we are always interested in, and, uh...
1: But see, I've been thinking, and I think he could do so much more, you know? He's so charming and handsome! I mean, look at that hair, Will! He's like a full-on Adonis! I'm sorry, Adonis? You know, the Greek god. Forget it, doesn't matter. Point is, Joel's a looker, you get me?
2: Freeman, at this point, attempts to disconnect, but cannot as SCP-3809 forces the call to stay engaged through unknown means. I really need to go, Maggie. Friedman hits the end call
1: button several times in quick succession with no effect. Okay, just one question before you go. How dedicated is Joel to the whole sanctity of marriage thing? Friedman manages to disconnect by turning off his phone. Hello? Will?
2: God damn it. <laughs> I am a big fan of Maggie. I even used Maggie elsewhere because Maggie's so much fun. <laughs> uh, this,
3: this is a fun character, too. Um, uh, I think the character that could find this dude attractive is right <laughs> In the wiki. Well, I, yeah, that was, like, the basic... Of weird psyche.
1: I mean, that was the basic, like, thing that made me laugh from the very beginning was, like you were saying earlier, like, what is it that makes yourself laugh? You should, like, probably start there. It's, it's a good way to, you know, it's not perfect formula for comedy, but, like, it's a good start. And I just thought it would just be so funny. What if this person, like had a series of like obsessions about super conservative like horrible looking like because the pastor uh, joel austin looks like a fucking mannequin like joel austin
2: he... is a perfect choice for this because not only is he rotten to the core he looks no more human than does mark zuckerberg <laughs> yes. the exact yeah. sort of android yes. fucking shit <laughs>
3: uh... dead eyed shark monster i'm a big fan of the part of this where uh maggie is Breaking up with uh, Joel. <laughs> and jo- Joel is like, up until this point, their relationship is so like one sided on the part of Maggie. Joel has like no fucking clue who this person even is, the satellite. And uh, Maggie goes, w- <laughs> This is over, Joel. Joel goes, What's over? This is a fan. Go back to your wife, you hypocrite. <laughs> and he goes, Why? I-, I never cheated on you with my wife. I absolutely despise you for making the accusation. We never even met. And then she steals all of his personal funds and, and donates them <laughs> to uh, progressive organizations. It's, it's <laughs> funny, like, because, uh, and again, like, you have this stalker character who's clearly, like, not all in her uh, right robotic mind either. Because,
1: yeah you know, oh, totally. she,
3: she thinks, she genuinely thinks that she has a, uh, not only a chance, but a working relationship <laughs> with uh, Joel Osteen. I don't know uh, why
2: this is why this is only occurring to me now, but um, Maggie versus Maddie—that's that's one of those versus articles that kind of needs to exist. This is kind of perfect. The ghost who calls people on the cell phone and tries to kill, oh them to kill themselves, yes, and then the, the the stalker satellite that only stalks horrible people.
3: Maybe they could be in love. Maybe maybe Maddie could, like, uh, try to kill herself.
1: <laughs> Maddie could be and like, I it. could fix her.
3: And, yeah. <laughs> And then you have a ghost satellite. I think that could work. My absolute,
1: my absolute, <laughs> my absolute that's favorite fun line. line.
3: She, she deactivates herself and uh, she actually shows up as a, as a AI ghost.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. My favorite line in this is after she breaks up with him and takes all his money. He says, "Oh my god, what did I ever do to you?" And she says, "It's important you realize I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed." <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh.
1: Anyway, It's a good article. I, I, I liked, liked it. it better than Ralston's. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know what? I love Ralston and I like his writing, but I liked it better than Ralston's too. Um, this was but, a pretty close race though. It was. It was, it was right. the two
2: of you and you were way the hell ahead of yeah. everybody else. It was, was the only team time team I was definitely. ever ahead.
3: Dude, CupidCon had such weird vote distribution. My stuff from that my only CupidCon article is still sitting at... Um, Plus seventy seven after like a year. I think it's I'm gained to hundred, but that's it. I think mine gained like two votes over like since the contest. Yeah,
1: I have yeah. lots of stuff that has not hit up. Guys, I'm very I wrote underrated. a twenty
2: four thousand word tale just so I didn't have to worry about winning that contest.
3: <laughs> oh no, Harry's Harry's you know, the good work is I genuinely do think one of the best tales on the site. It's
1: the only one mm-hmm. I ever Snowshoe. <laughs>
3: No, it's good. Uh, read, read the good mm. work. All twenty-five uh, k words of it. It's it's amazing. It's genuinely novel tier stuff. I, mm. I, I love Aaron's writing when I sit down to read it.
2: Read R- Gregory Carpenter doing them play PJP.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I okay, don't do that. we're going. Okay, to we got finish. one left. We're we gonna got f- one left. Yeah, by I'm... God, we can do this. So we don't have to cut off the emails.
1: <laughs> God, we've already been recording for like. Three, we can do this. Two and a half hours. Okay. We're we're tough. We're so strong. We're very quickly. trending upwards. It's almost like a running joke that they keep getting longer. <laughs> I know. Um, so SCP, soft. there's another one from Davey Fool, uh, and this is the origin story of totally soft, to- total soft. How do you say that? Total
4: I would total? say it's tot-
1: totally, totally soft, totally yeah. soft, uh, which is like this little GUI uh, that he made, which was like kind of like <sighs> like toxic troll software, sort of.
2: It's this yeah it's this bizarre nonsensical computer software company and this is the origin story of it um, and of course it's a completely absurd. The main thing that uh, ties the totally soft stuff together is it's v- gibberish English that's really hard to understand. The dog movie, which is called Dogum movie which is also one of my favorite articles on the site, is a totally soft one, and I I also wrote one anyway.
3: I've noticed that Harry has a really, like, soft spot for, like, bullshit English. Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely.
2: It's, the, it's <laughs> the key to his comedic heart. Like, my English is, like, I, I make the least typos out of everyone who was here. If everyone we knew from the SCP of Ricky was here, I would still make the least typos in my articles. So I had a soft spot for
1: completely <laughs> yeah. horrible writing. And, yeah. like, specifically doing it. Like, not because of mistakes, but it shows a completely different skill set to make a consistently like yes. misspelled thing within a context because like it there is like a system to the way that Davey fool writes this bad english
2: yeah it is really hard and when i tried to mimic it i'm like holy shit this is actually really <laughs> you difficult did good,
1: you did a really good job of that like i actually think
3: your article was like genuinely some of the funniest uses of like that uh totly soft like Type uh, speak on, on the site. You you really took it yeah. right. Fucking love America. that. It's French such French a good French article French. that we should have talked about that one too. No, so yeah. let's t-
2: please talk about debut. Fool. stop. I'm turning into a cron card.
4: <laughs> no, not this, really. The, okay, let's talk about this article. <laughs> Thank you. I, article? Saw, I really, really like, like debut. Fool. Like uh, we mentioned, Harry writes wrote the soft and wrote. Have <laughs> you write a um. Have you written a Three Moons Initiative? I can't remember. I feel like you have. Yeah, uh, it's
2: in Inevitable, so it's okay. It's it's at the back end of ninety five thousand words, um, and okay. this also does my, my American American um, American totally Soft one does use it a little bit as well. But yeah.
4: Inevitable. The thing with like, David Fools like GOI things is he like for the most part is the only one who's written for like tot-ly Soft and yeah. for three moons like for a while he was the only one who wrote for three moons it's so good it's
1: it's scary to try to do it so good at it i just i love it so much i've read the whole hub of three moons like three or four times like i'm not kidding and i just just a couple months ago finally got the balls up to 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 add something to it It, it's so intimidating it
4: is I, i think what like for me it's such an enigma because like I feel like when you write your own idea a lot, there's maybe it's just my weird twisted view of the wiki community, but like, I feel like people get annoyed quicker and give less attention to it. Look, huh. I wonder, like, I'm wondering, Gregory, if you've ever experienced that writing, like, uh, victim,
0: no.
4: where maybe you felt like sometimes if people like going not like it because you just kept writing it. But I feel like the oh. wiki was always like keeping people
1: engaged somehow.
4: Yeah, he's talking about, like, when you write your own completely unique idea and
2: you keep writing your own idea, whether you... Oh, uh, well,
1: luckily, honestly, luckily with Victim, I had you and Harry from the very beginning, uh, contributing, and, uh, and uh, then Disadron. we... And this is John from the very be- obviously. Um, but, like, even beyond actually writing them, uh, and the bouncing stuff off both of you, and then we got a few mm. more. It, it was... I was really trying to avoid being the only one writing it, and I've been really, <laughs> really, really happy to see how many, like, first-timers have come in. I mean, Sumerian mm-hmm. just wrote one. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think I liked. I really liked his, yeah, me too. And, you know, I just am like, wow, what the fuck is going on? Um, but, yeah, it, it was mostly my goal was to avoid being three moons because, not because I don't think it's amazing, I think it is amazing, but, like, I wanted to make something that you know, would have an impact that other people might want to write for.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the oh, well, accessibility of the VKTM well, is you just need the concept and you can write it. Whereas, as long as you can Moon mimic Initiative, the tone, you really. Yeah. Three Moons sure. Initiative takes a lot of
4: effort. It's a very yeah. high effort, crazy. It's also weird because, like, I don't know what, like, the limit for the Three Moons Initiative article is because, like, I was reading the first few and they're all pretty serious there are yes. there are elements of like comedy within but they're all very serious and then you get to one where it's Jim Henson makes militarized <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> <laughs> what, the fuck? what the fuck is this i love that one that's actually oh, where i that's... first found out about wilkins and wilkins ah. defun- the funk the funk land um documentary on jim henson right that's where i first that's found right. out
3: where i first learned about them
4: yeah but like yeah. i'm like okay we have this serious place like the three different earths have been destroyed and brought into this weird afterlife like they're suffering you could fall into a ocean of meat and drown forever and then you get to jim henson is making militarized muppets or this weird bug is acting like an evil santa claus i'm like what is the limit here and i think that's <laughs> a bit of a like that's like the strength and also a weakness because like if i were to write that jim henson one before fooled did i feel like it wouldn't have done well or as Fool writing it's like oh yeah that makes sense
3: you have to have to be a, a master of your own work like dave you're you're full and i feel like three moons is just so like it's so him that that's why it's locked out to other people whereas uh totly soft stuff is more accessible because it has that uh, you know Harry can mimic it because it's you know that very like grokkable. even
2: harry can mimic.
3: even even harry can write a <laughs> uh, soft article they're not that hard um But no, this one in particular I really like because this is the origin story of this software. You have this eldritch entity that's (laughs) taken up shop as a, uh, he kind of talks like a wannabe entrepreneur, like hyper-capitalist
2: dude. And also gibberish.
3: Yeah, and also gibberish, yeah. And that's part of the
2: charm. and And his fucking name that he chooses this eldritch abomination becoming a software producer chooses to name itself P. Hudson (laughs) Gok. I love that name
1: CEO of Totley Software yes yes. (laughs) he signs the letter P. Hudson Gawk CEO of Totley Software yes
3: shout out to uh, everyone involved in that conversation we had about Gawk the other night Um,
1: oh god carry on
3: that could get cut, uh, anyways. Uh, no, the, the good joke in this article is, um, uh, <laughs> with the foundation, uh, researcher is like, What was your job before this? I and love this
2: expunged,
3: yes. and they were like, Okay, <laughs> what exactly are you obliterating expunged again? Noted, and then the <laughs> elder entity goes, You should go back to the old job, you think? and then the foundation is like, No, 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 no. no soft is great. This is 100% what you want to do. You do not need to go back to that old job. This is amazing. Please keep <laughs> taking this stuff. And he goes, hmm, I don't know. I think I'll, I'll think it over. <laughs> it's so it.
2: perfect. Oh, they've, got, good. They, they've, they've discovered that basically this is the retirement project of some horrific universe-eating eldritch demonic monster. And and they're suddenly like, no, god. oh, God, you need to just keep making software. Please don't go back to
1: your old job. <laughs> And it's like when it land it landed in this automobile factory, and then took it over. And when it well, did so, there was like a psychic backlash, and like 247 people that used to be employed there are now it's like meditating like worshippers trying to increase the range of its psychic waves.
3: Right, and it sent it. A, it sent it a fax before it showed it up. It yes, or, it's not a rude Eldritch entity. It sent it a fax, letting it <laughs> everyone know at <what> the factory. <laughs> Compliance is not voluntary. Complaints may be submitted at appropriate time. Good that you all understand and agree. Regards. <laughs> e. Hudson Goth, CEO of Potlysoft Software. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my and god. Like expect tricky. expect new CEO, myself, new work conditions, and handsome engagement. <laughs>
3: This is, yeah, this is like, again, like, no wonder Harry found Dr. Rockefeller so funny. You just have to have a poor understanding of the English
1: language, and he will fucking worship you. Fucking nightmare, like, surreal language is one of the funnier things.
2: You you do realize I have an entire article on the wiki that is just my collation of Jack and Ralliston's typos.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
3: it's a funny article too that's one that I've shown um, my girlfriend uh, because I thought she'd find it funny because she knows both Jack and Ralston and uh, like she did, she's not like really into the whole SCP stuff um, but that was one of the articles where she read it and she got the humor and she loved it because typos are universally funny
2: yeah like I, I miss Ralston's golden age where he made typos every few seconds he doesn't it's do it so as much Jack still does actually. because Jack can't be bothered to watch where his hands are going when he types <laughs>
4: It was, yeah, it no, was to a point I'll, I'll, where I'll I thought they were doing it on for purpose.
2: They might have been playing it up a little, but the results were, you just couldn't argue right. with them. Do we want to bring this on
1: home, folks? Yeah. While Gregory's still awake. Yeah, I know because
2: I do have to work in the morning.
1: Okay, so uh, we were going to talk about Hogslice, but honestly, I just want people just go read it. Hogslice read is it. SCP yeah, sixty. 60- well, let me plug it. SCP is sixty five ninety nine, uh, and it is. I, I think it was the first of your. Both either of your like all caps speak, right?
4: Uh, no, no, I have fifty-five ninety five. Oh, oh you're right. You're right. Quincy.
1: This is the Avengers of the All Caps. Oh, right. Yeah. But I what like this character so much I've written Hog Slice into two separate things. i wrote him.
3: Let, let's, be honest, let's be honest, Gregory. Everyone's read Hog Slice. This is this is an article that like
1: Alright, it's my show though, so shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> 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 I'm yeah, trying to all... say that I wrote him into two articles because I liked him so much uh, in the Carpathians and Bathrooms Wiki. Uh, and yeah, and he said it
2: Bathrooms Wiki, which is a collab that all four of us worked on. Mm-hmm. There's a like little bit more of on the front What was that? Sorry, Plague. What? I said oh, there, oh, there were a few more presentations for him. Oh right now. Oh, yeah, well, uh, so. But it go won't
1: always be, and we should get it as high as possible. not featured. Oh, it's not, not on page
4: right
2: now. Oh. Well, it was for a while. Yeah. So
4: but I guess me, I,
2: I guess know, time just, is just right. keeps
1: progressing, even time when I'm not stupid. watching.
3: I can't find the front page. Help.
1: No. Okay. Yeah, so Emails! Work. We're going to get emails. through this and we get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. So, so let's
2: just. There's four of them, right? Yeah. So each of us. There's are four of me. us. So, so Gregory and then me and then Plague and then Dune. Sound good? Go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or, or do, wait, do you guys have the email open? I do. Yeah
1: okay good
3: okay all right.
1: I've been following along diligently Then <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from Fern Lom uh, hey Gregorian Carpin sorry Jesus Gregorian
2: Carpenter. <laughs> sorry
1: Gregorian Carpen and Harry I'm Carpin now Fern here I just hope I just finished binge listening to the entire podcast and I have one question for you guys who's the one guest you guys really want on the show but haven't got yet you, hey, Harry Blank
0: here.
1: <laughs> Harry Blank has been guested on so much it's not even funny he should take over I should get the break. Yep. It would be good. Uh, I would really like to get Metaphysician on, which seems like it will probably yes. happen soon. That would be, uh, that would be good episode. All right. Yes. all right, harry you read the next one. All right, this is from Gooday,
2: a friend Doctor Gooday from the wiki. A non-GOI episode of Simply Creative People. Color me shocked. Shocked, I say. You are duly colored shocked. <laughs> but really, comedy-based articles are always a joy to read, and I'm sure discussing them has been equally enjoyable for y'all, especially with the two comedy kings, Jeskers, coming on as guests. Can't wait to see what you read
1: this time. We're the com- comedy kings. You guys are just like replacements, just saying.
3: I yeah. <laughs> feel like you're terrified of like letting these people down.
4: <laughs> what? Do you,
3: mean? Why? you ever feel like they're going to see through the facade one day?
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i like if, if they know half the shit that like goes under my head, oh, this fucking sucks. I hate this thing. Why
3: am I reading No. Just like all the- more people,
1: people should go. read your stuff, Plague.
2: In order to make the fall that more precipitous. Yes. Yeah. I right, plague you read the next one.
4: Especially, Gizma? Gizma? Yep, Pokemon Gizma. you I'm very much looking forward to this episode. Comedy is my favorite genre across all mediums, except maybe music. I can't get enough of it. I honestly think there should be even more comedy articles on the wiki. I agree. And that's not just because I'm too scared by the horror ones. Horror <laughs> one. And all the authors here have written things i found very funny. Well, I'm glad you found all our stuff funny. Yay. Yeah. This is, this is the, the email continues, Blake. Oh, question time. I didn't realize. What are your favorite comedy movies? Mine are anything from Louis D. Funès. I'm gonna say funnies because it's funnier that <laughs> That's what
2: I was about to say. Back to the Future because it's also my favorite movie because it's so well paced and tightly plotted, but it's also
4: really funny. So Back to the Future, and that's a quick answer. I love the Jackass movies. <laughs> um, I like. I, I got my girlfriend to watch them all with me, and then Based. I really like. I really like Super Bad, like those classic early like 2000s, 2010s comedy movies. I really like them like uh, super bad is the end of the world uh like seth rogan hmm. uh, i'm
3: gonna go with i'm gonna go with uh a very uh cult internet classic uh kung pao enter the fist do any of you guys know this ah, movie? yeah yeah
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah this movie has a 13 percent on rotten tomatoes a 14 percent on metacritic and i find it fucking hilarious this is uh, steve odakirk dubbing bull. dubbing over a shitty uh kung fu movie with uh, mildly racist uh, voices and uh, he edits himself into the movie and it's uh, an hour long and it's ridiculous and I think it's very funny. I've always found it funny. It's a good pick.
1: I have a weird... I don't like a lot of comedy movies. I like a lot more comedy shows or stand-up specials but I think my favorite comedy movie uh, is What We Do in the Shadows
2: oh god that's a good choice and i
1: love the tv show even more but that movie i saw that movie and i literally saw it again three days later like in the theater because it's so
2: funny i, I just needed
1: to see it again it's, adorably I got, okay, funny. it's so fucking funny we're not that movie we're totally werewolves funny. not swearwolves.
2: <laughs> if i know Stu, this is how he would have wanted to die torn to pieces a <laughs> Um, actually I want to amend my answer to In Bruges with oh. and Colin Farrell and Rafe Fines because that is one of the funniest most amazing movies ever made if you haven't seen
1: In Bruges watch it no matter what it is you're doing go watch that you know the alcoves the alcoves you, know, you know what they mean the alcoves god that movie's you're fucking it's a very that's so, <laughs> that movie is so dark and I don't even want to say some of the funniest lines because they don't make sense and they almost sound racist, but they're not. Ugh, it's, it's, so... it's a
2: pitch black comedy and it's really, really good.
1: Ugh, it's so good.
2: So we got one more email from uh, Real Sir, and that'll be Dune.
3: Okay. First, thanks for showing us how cool Parawatch is. I've tried to avoid uh, binging you many at a time with mixed success. Probably because these episodes are so fucking long. Uh, <laughs> he
2: meant the articles. With, with this lighting, because um, those articles are so fucking long. with this week's lighter topic.
3: Well, probably only a little when talking about SCP.
2: I'm curious how y'all approach
3: different kinds of it. Obviously, Harry and Grig have talked about this kind of thing from their own perspectives at various points through this podcast, so I'll direct this mainly to Plague and Dune, the uh, actual stars of the show. Mm. Is there a different process or headspace for y'all when writing characters like uh, GQH... Oh, uh, Jeffrey, the Gumball Machine... Hogslice, uh, Damien Woodcock, etc., versus a more situational, uh, surrealist kind of uh, comedic articles. And I, I think we talked about this earlier, yeah. and I think answered this one.
4: Yeah, uh, I yeah. Think I it's mean, good to yeah. have an idea of a character voice. I don't, I don't know if we hit on that. It's good to have yeah. an idea of what your character is. Like Hogslice, I feel like people like mistake Hogslice as just an angry guy. Right. Oh, he is. A, he's trying to prove himself right to other people but also to himself like he, <laughs> he like he's so non he's so not confident in himself that he beats up people to prove his point like hogs <laughs> likes has insecurity
3: issues and i think a lot of yeah. people look that not yeah, towards yes. the end of the article obviously because he kind of figures himself out but he he is that like embodiment of like an internet tough guy and i think what this question here is asking is like these the gumball machine damien hogslides these are characters that are more like straight-up, like, absurd, like, very loud, very flashy, very, like, scene-chewing characters. Uh, and they're asking me how that compares to more situational and surrealist uh, comedy. And I think the best comparison that I can make is, like, the type of comedy that, like, Grebo writes in his articles. Yes. Very, like, methodical and very dry and very British and Shit, so much better. we should have
2: read a fucking Grebo. what the hell is wrong with us so well, many of those are funny we're going to take
3: with for the showcase episode where we talk about all of Grebo's articles and gather around and sing about how good of a guy he is yeah we're but, gonna do that for sure Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: uh but now the greebo's Griebo, articles are so like and that's a comedy that like i really wish i could write and it, it seeps Griebo's in so fucking funny. because it's it's really intelligent it's really well thought out and it's like whereas what at least what I'm doing and what Plague talked about, where we're kind of like letting whatever our weirder senses of humor come up with flow out onto a page. Uh, that more absurdist surrealist comedy definitely has a lot more thought
0: mm-hmm.
3: put into it. Uh, not absurdist, the, the more situational comedy has more thought put into the joke construction and payoff, and that's that's what I'm envious of. Did you read? Did you guys read uh, Suzette's new article?
0: Yeah, the
3: one. No. You a yeah, one? Check it out. holy fuck, Jesus Christ! That's some of the that's legitimately one of the funniest articles that I've read on the wiki, and that is like t- a technical masterpiece in mm-hmm. terms of how to do surreal humor that isn't just like you know you're spewing out whatever you find funny caps lock man on the page. That's the type of stuff that I really think separates like my work from legitimate uh, comedy on the wiki
4: i think i think surrealist humor is very hard but situational comedy and the funny loud guys kind of go hand in hand i would say like they give if you're gonna write a funny loud character or just a funny character you have the opportunity to set up these situations like recent article i just did not going to get into what it's about but there's a thing that this vending machine does that sets up a situation that the foundation employees exploit exploit and it leads to a funny punchline because of how ridiculous and gross it is. Uh, it's just kind of funny. So if you have a loud character, make sure you're looking for opportunities where you could add these like very dry, very clinical punchlines to your writing that don't always come in the dialogue, but in the extra elements. Like we mentioned um, in the Scordo article, there is... I don't think we brought this up, but after um, Silly and Fresca is sainted there's a line at the end of the uh transcript that happens where the foundation's talking about testing the claims as to whether this immortality (laughs) is true so little things you could give that really punch it up and keep a consistent tone throughout considering whether or not to test killing their researcher to see if he's (laughs) actually immortal
2: um just just before we Close this out. Let me just quickly throw a plug out here, since we always plug something that we should s- say that you should just go read SCP uh, six one one nine Sisyphus Shrugged by Gremlin Group and Lamente. That's Grebo and, and Lamente. Six one one nine Sisyphus Shrugged. It's about a boulder. It's amazing Oh my it's god, it's so I fucking good. Like funny good. shit. Read that article. So
3: I was thinking funny. about that article today at work, like just thinking about how good the dialogue is and it's how perfect. Like- I love a, Grebo so much, and I think Grebo I was guys,
4: amazing. I love it. Grebo I is so know, funny. Show, I was the one who but gave but him the much ending much thing with, the, uh, with yes, how they continued was. in the end. That's pretty yes.
3: it. I was going to say, if you guys wanted to do like an article showcase, like I think the one author that you absolutely should do, above all else, is Grebo, because his work is not looked at. Uh, with the uh, the popularity and the critical lens that it, it deserves.
2: Maybe if we do an article, a whole thing on Grebo, he'll actually make an author page. <laughs>
3: yes, I think that's what you, you need. You need to just have him on and just grill him until he writes yeah, it. So also, my main
2: organizer with the bathrooms wiki was Grebo. He helped me immensely organizing so that good. project. Yes, yeah, so
1: the, the takeaway I hope should be, listening. in general, the two people that we should definitely say you should go read is Gribo stuff and Raniger's stuff. Gribo, better known as Gremlin Group, on the wiki. Honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. So underrated. And also
2: all of ours. And and then everything else. But yes. Yeah. Well, the, all right.
1: Dune doesn't even read mine. <laughs> no reads. Nobody reads. Nobody reads
3: I don't read anything. Come on. You uh-huh. Get on me. To...
1: Oh, uh-huh. okay. Alright. Anyway. Alright, so plug your, long, your plug your Twitters if you want.
3: My Twitter? Uh uh J Five, I believe. Yeah, J Five. That's my Twitter.
2: PJP. A blank SAP.
3: <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter you get a lot of uh, Toho art on your feed yeah I don't really like
1: understand what Toho is in. and I don't want to <laughs> plug
2: your uh, Twitter
3: uh, do you do you
1: like Grigori, a it's I can't because other people are talking uh, Gregory Carpin <laughs> um, and the show's Twitter which is more important is at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T um, and the, the email address if you all want to send in any emails is simply creativepeople at gmail.com so, thank you both for coming on. Yeah, thanks for you. having us. Thank hoot you, hoot hoot, man. motherfuckers. Hoot hoot, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.
3: Papa squat. Owl bit crazy.
1: <laughs> I'm an owl. <laughs> Anthropomorphic personification of what? Of a motherfucking owl, moron.